Established in 1994 and continuing to offer the perfect balance of inspiring hope, unwavering truth, and a touch of goofiness. The Rick and Bubba Show. We're here. 26 years. Thank you for being with us. I got six minutes now past the hour. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all of the mix today. Unnamed interns. So we may get a, a name for at least one, maybe two of them today. If we can, I think there's one way we might can do that. Uh, and uh, welcome back for another hour. Look, look, look. It's Bill Bubba Buster. Rick, glad to be here. Thank all of you for joining us. Joining us, we got phone calls that are yeah. still roaring in. It's Friday. Well, you know, there was a time, you know, the show really started when, when on a Friday, on a Friday when when Bubba <laughs> and I weird. when yep. Bubba and I declared that we would stop playing music. Uh, we would we would go into the full blown talk format, and we said today. And of course, it was us. Greg, make, do you remember the name of it? Do you remember it, Greg? This is this is a, a trivia question. Mm-hmm. Monday through Thursday, we would do it the way the programmers and the consultants told us to uh, do it. Well, sort of free for all Friday. No, <laughs> no. For one for one thousand dollars, Greg, can you can you can can you come up with it? Um, uh, no help. We got on the air and we said, "Look, there, there's pe- there's people say that we're too." I, I just don't remember the starting point. I, in my mind, Bubba's always been on there. No, no, no. Okay, I got you. I was the hell. I was no, working. the format that we, the <laughs> format that we did that we currently do now was called Fat Chat. Fat Chat. Fat Chat. I do remember that. Yeah, because remember uh, there was a, a programmer who said we were too chatty. We talked That's too much. That's it. Fatty, and we said, yeah. "By golly, today and we're going we're going we're going to talk all four. And so, I remember being. And we're gonna do out, it on Friday. Give so, out when it was over. Here. <laughs> so Monday through Thursday, you just did music. And well, a little I bit guess of, now. Well, chat. I guess now we can reveal this. There, there was a guy who was trying to, you know, I give him credit. He was trying to let us kind of go down this road, but he was getting in trouble with his so balls. He was kind of slow. So and he, and he didn't want to lie. So you have to love that. Well, they, I, I think at this point, Rick, it was a lot more music. I think that came a little later. Did it? As we transformed okay. the whole thing. Okay. I, yeah. yeah. You may be fat right. Fat Chat. You may be right. But yeah. there, fat chat. there was, was one Friday. moment. Maybe You know what? You're right. I think because Fat Chat it? was successful. <laughs> Free for all Friday. I knew something like that. Greg, I think because Fat Chat was successful. But now maybe you're right. Get my timeline right. Right. So then he knew. And we moved into that. And then he had to, he had to kind of, I don't want to say lie, but not. He didn't lie. The guy asked, "Is the show still playing music?" And he could. It take, was. He could say yes because you know what we were doing. We played one song an hour at the top of the hour, and then then we went into the format we're doing. Oh, that. That's good. Yeah. And so when the guy said, "Now nah, we ain't gonna have them not playing music," they are playing music. He said, "Absolutely, absolutely, they absolutely." Are. Are. Now you didn't ask how much. <laughs> you didn't ask how much. Well, you didn't have the internet, and they couldn't monitor. Right. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you get away with all kinds of stuff, Greg. So you could say that these two large <laughs> fellows ha- are, are are talk radio pioneers. They sure are. <laughs> And I do remember Fat Chat now. On our show, at least. Yeah, we continue. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Ferg, Fergus says he's got some good news. Maybe he's asking a question. Ferg, have you got some news? Uh, yeah, I was going to let you know that your uh, Waffle House down uh, the street is, is open. Woo! Yes! I was so terrified it wasn't going to make it. The one at the bottom yeah. of the hill. So it is, is open. It 24-7. It's I saw one. It said open for dine-in. Uh, I saw one the other day, but close. it's only open to like. Don't eight ruin this moment, Greg. I, yeah. Can you let me Greg, ease back into it? Good night. My I, gosh. Like, I want the Huddle House open at all times. That tells you what we've been going through because the Huddle House never shuts down. Uh, never. You said Huddle House, Bo. You meant Waffle. Same thing. Yeah. yeah. yeah What's the difference? They're very similar. Yeah, very similar. I, I, how about this? To me, I think they have the same menu and everything. <laughs> it's very close. I think the same truck delivers food to both. And places. Huddle House have pancakes, though. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. One has pancakes, one has waffles. They have waffles no, too. At the they do. They do. Right. Because I've had the Huddle Burger plate and thrown one on the side. They did. Which one I has the? Uh, never yeah. said they did. All Star <laughs> something brave. All Star breakfast. That's, oh, that's, that's, that's Waffle House. Waffle House. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's, that's pretty. 
Greg, we need to. Yeah, it is. I'll tell you what it is, Greg. You know what it is? It's an all-star. It is. Uh, I like both of them. You just have more Waffle Houses. Let's go to Nick in Chattanooga. Nick. Nick's got us in the Noog. Hello, Nick. Nick. Uh, Did you guys see that story that uh, Bama had some players that tested positive for Corona? Yeah. uh, Just a comment. They're old 19. There was two publications had that yesterday. Said said that they had uh, four or five. Yeah, and Big Al. But only one of them was at the uh, (laughs) player practice. And, uh, yeah, so it's (laughs) – Guys, well, you're you're gonna have you're that. gonna have that. Yeah, I hate to I hate to quote the guy that drove the boat in from the deep sea hey, Jim, fishing trip. We're hey, on, but you're gonna have that. Hey, hey Doctor Fauci, uh, well, yeah, you got over hundred players. You're gonna you might have a. You couple. know what else yeah, you gonna Greg, have? Can just I, follow the signs. You know what else, Greg? There's a, there's a large number of people that are all on top of each other. I don't know if y'all seen it. Yeah, yeah. it's on TV every day, twenty four seven. Yeah, uh, we're but, we're really gonna see how how much it spreads in the next. Well, week now we'll or know. Two, yeah. You know, you remember what I said? Sometimes somebody's just got to go out there and test it. Maybe mm-hmm. that the protests and rights and all that uh you know we've got people on top of each other and if there's a spot we go hey you know what we shouldn't have had crowds that big out there and if it doesn't seem to turn out to be a big deal then i guess we can move on uh, correct me if i'm wrong but i thought i saw a story that the, you know the big missouri ozarks big party uh-huh. where they were, everybody yeah. was all piled oh in, yeah so far they don't have a huge break. They, yeah they said there's not break. there's not been a spike after never that. seen people any closer without doing something illegal or inappropriate <laughs> i know i know they're <laughs> all in bathing suits and they're just elbow to elbow yeah but and so we'll see how oh, that sure. goes but again you what we can't do and helmsley i heard you guys talking about in the kickoff hour and you 100 right we can never get football back never if every time an individual player or a group of players test positive and they're not even symptomatic yeah Certainly, you want to isolate. Like, I, I, we got. Yeah, they have a protocol. They're going to, you know, isolate and all that. I, I saw, but, but several of the different. Schools well, here's what I would do. And I, look, hang on. I'm about to get out on on the, on the ledge here. Oh boy. I'm about to get out on the ledge since these are re- these are healthy young people. Okay, I'm gonna, watch me. I'm going out here. Maybe you should do the same thing you do every year during the flu. Yeah, that's what I if, said. If you You've if you get play, if you get players who have the flu, what do you do? Well, do you, you have a protocol? Do the same. Yeah. Yeah. You go yeah. through. Same thing. Yeah. You don't yeah. shut the whole season down again. No. My goodness, what are we doing? We continue. Isn't it funny how we we pick and choose what we're concerned about with COVID nineteen? Like like when it comes oh, to this, oh my gosh, there's got to be a protocol. T- Sit them out, keep them at the house. But my goodness, walk the streets uh, with thousands of people with no mask on, and nobody said a word. I to told you. y'all long ago when science left and agenda started, you, it's all just a bunch of. Whatever I need it to be. Yeah. Uh, we go to Jeremiah in Los Angeles. Jeremiah, Jeremiah, buddy, thanks for your patience, and welcome back to Rick and Bubba. <laughs> you're really coming. Ar- Jeremiah, you're becoming like, you're learning it. Man, you're, you're becoming full-blown Rick and Bubba Army. Hey, I've been part of the Army since, I think, September 2018. So I've been here for a while now. I've been here for a while. Yeah. Are you doing, are you having any luck getting other people in Los Angeles to, to watch the show? <laughs> uh, funny enough, like, all, like my tour buddy, like I'm always in control of the radio. So like I got like four people that I was on tour with into the Rick and Bubba show. And these were y'all pretty, you know, liberal people, you know, Good. you know, all over the country, but they Good. loved it. Cause it was like, you know, it's old school radio and it reaches to, out to a lot of hearts because, you know, everybody loves, that's why podcasts are so prevalent. Like everybody loves hearing people actually speak. So, that's true. Yeah. 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 So tell me what's, uh, I know uh, I, the guys were telling me, I saw your topic and I think I do know this update, but you said there's been an update on, on one of the cases. Yeah. Yeah. So on a mod Arbery case, first of all, let me just say, I hate that I have to even call in about this stuff, but you know, until we can get past these times, you know, I just want to, you know, kind of, you know, share the updates that we saw on the uh, Ahmad Arbery case. 
So, like Jeremiah, I would say because, always share your heart, man. That's why we're here. Go ahead. Absolutely, thank you. So they had the pre-trial hearings yesterday in Georgia, and uh, the uh, investigator in charge of the case he let us know three really important facts that are heartbreaking, but uh, kind of let us know insight into the case. The first one was that uh, Greg McMichael said told investigators he had no knowledge that Ahmad Arbery committed a crime. But he told them, he said, I just instinctively knew. This is it. The investigator said this is word for word. He said that he had a gut feeling that Ahmad was a criminal. Mm. Um, <laughs> My and, that ain't the society yeah, we got. It. We can't live in that society. No. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And then the investigator, um, the investigator when he was asked about uh, – if uh, Arbery might be culpable and, you know, maybe like aggravated assault because, you know, he had, you know, fought for the gun, you know, trying sure. to get away from him. The uh, investigator said he believed that Ahmad Arbery had no choice. Uh, the McMichael uh, went around the car to, you know, kind of keep sure. him from being able to get away. Sure. And that uh, Ahmad had no choice but to, you know, fight for his life. And the last one is the biggest revelation. Um, and this is, comes from the uh, person who was a part of the posse, the person who filmed the video, uh, he said that after they had shot Travis, uh, after Travis McMichael, after the McMichael's had shot uh, Ahmaud Arbery, uh, Travis and McMichael stood over Ahmaud Arbery's uh, dying body, and I can't say it on radio. Understood. Yeah, we we heard it. We we yeah, know what you're that's that's about. the update. Yeah. The guy said that he he was screaming things that were derogatory and racial slurs, something along, along those lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and this yeah. is somebody. This is you know the guy who was a part of their understood. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. It's heartbreaking and it's sad. It is, but you, moreover, it's it's even worse because the local law enforcement chose, like we had already knew, they chose not to even you know bring this, them right. in right. In, the, in the first place. This sat for two months, and, and unless that video is leaked, we this doesn't even happen. None of this, none of these revelations come through, and it's yeah, just heartbreaking. You're right. No, you're right. You're right. Absolutely and, right. There, there's no right now. There's, I mean, you can't come to any other conclusion. And uh, and and that's why that's the reason why we need due process. That's the reason why we need people bringing information when they have it, so that there can be justice and where we can deal with these types of people. If it continues down the road that it's continuing down, these people need to be dealt with, and there needs to be justice for those that were, uh, you know, killed or harmed when someone you know used force that they're not allowed to use, yeah, and, I they, think and they gonna, used it with a, with an intent yeah. that has a, a racial element to it of any kind or any in, intent that you think someone deserves something that you're going to bring mm-hmm. uh, with with no justice. And, you know, and, I, and it, thank you for calling, Jeremiah. I, I, I say, think you're going to see those guys put away for a long time, just like the, the cops in Minnesota, a well, long time. And you, Jeremiah, have given me an opportunity. You know, when we edit things for, like, here's a moment from the show and all this, I started – I got an email, and it was it was only one, but – the person said, well, this would be a good time for you to clarify that. And I said, so I will. And I'll tell you about that when I come back. It's, uh, like I said, it was only one email, but I want to be sure and clarify that we were referencing the location where this took place. And there was actually uh, a listener of the show that thought the way the bit was edited that we were saying that if you live in South Georgia, that's a place where racism is, is you're likely to encounter at that. And all I was was referencing the location of where this case was. But we'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Who 
proving daily that common sense is a superpower. American heroes, Rick and Bubba. 23 minutes past the hour. Thank you for being with us. So I do want to clarify because we definitely need to be in a time of clarification. And I only got one email on it, but you know what? This uh, husband and wife, um, you know, they, I don't want them to have a misunderstanding. He said his wife was a big fan of the show, and she uh, heard something that uh, that I said that she misunderstood, and uh, I clarified it with them. But then, of course, you get the well, you might want to clarify that on the air, and I'm not afraid to do that. And uh, but uh, the, there was a, there was a woman and a husband, a husband and wife in South Georgia, and when they saw the edited version of something we put out one day talking about. You know, the things that we, we we can't be afraid to say because we certainly never want there to be injustice on either end of any of this. And we've been saying on the show, and I was I was going through the cases in Louisville, and now we have the case with George Floyd and then the case uh, that that happened with um, with uh, Aubrey and, uh, and, and Amon Aubrey in, in South Georgia. And so I was saying that we still, as a, as a civilized country, we need to take these cases – as they come in individually and get to the bottom of them and then come to a conclusion on what actually took place. And I said in some cases, you can see that the, when we get to the end that it was racially motivated, and in other cases you find out it might have still been bad police work, but there didn't seem to be any motivation that was racial. And so when I was saying that, I said, you know, in Louisville you have the, the – and that case is still going – you have police at the wrong address coming in on people – uh, and they shouldn't have been there, and they they did get that wrong. And one of the people, which I don't fault him for this, fired uh, upon what he thought was people breaking into his house or the house that he shared with his girlfriend, and uh, and they unfortunately shot and killed the girlfriend. And did the did the male live? Is he still? Yeah, he lived. They were going to. He actually hit one of the police officers in the leg, and they were going to charge him, but they dropped the charge. Right. So I'm going through these different cases, and where the misunderstanding took place with this particular couple in South Georgia. As I said, now South Georgia, if you're in South Georgia, that may be a different situation. And they thought I meant that if you're in South Georgia, you're more likely to encounter uh, racism uh-huh. than if you're in Louisville or uh, you're, you're just about the cases. Yeah, yeah. I, I was saying, and when I re- referenced the, the region of our country, you just meant that case. Down. That's where yeah. the case is, is happening. Right. Right. And I was saying, in that case, it really looks like it was racially motivated. And then after the update we have today, it's really starting to look that way. Mm-hmm. So, what I was saying is, as you weigh the cases, yeah. Louisville may or may not have been racially motivated. Likely not. You weren't talking about the areas. Yeah, the, and then the I said, but in South places. Georgia, now if you're in South Georgia, you may have a different outcome. And they thought I meant if you're African American and you're in South Georgia, no. you're more likely to encounter racism. Yeah. Yeah. The evidence yeah. of this particular that, act. No, yeah. that, that was. I'm talking about that's where this case is located. That is looking more and more sadly like it was racially motivated. That's all I was saying. Mm-hmm. That was not a dig on the region of South Georgia. Right. That's just where the case is located. Look, everywhere all over this world, there's individual people that are uh, evil, that, uh, that you know, we, we wish uh, never would we want to be, say, that doesn't represent our state, that doesn't represent our city, that doesn't represent this. That not, that's not what I was saying. So if, I, if that came across that way on the way it was edited, we apologize for that, but I just wanted to clarify that. Uh, Bubba, on a much lighter note, uh, we we have National Donut Day, my friend. Is that today? Uh, mm-hmm. And how many times is that yeah. a year? It, it seems like it was just National yeah. Donut. Day. I feel like we're having look that. a gift horse in the mouth. I feel like That's we're true. having the, some kind of donut day about every about every other month. It or does something. Seem that does way. It? Did you know <clears throat> that there is a one hundred year old donut recipe that dates back to World War One? 
Mm. Oh, I don't doubt it. And and they've got a picture here of Salvation Army members making donuts for our troops. Uh, and uh, it said that uh, the donut shops did not become a staple of America until mid-century. The love of fried don- don- dough confection mm-hmm. had Sugar. been here since World War One. Because, you know, you remember a lot of times the reason why, even in our culture in the South, why fried food is is such a, a marker of our culture is there let's face it, and you've said it before, Bubba, you know, if you don't have a whole lot of money and you don't have a whole lot of stuff, if you can get some grease going yeah. and, and oh, yes. put a little batter on something and drop mm-hmm. it in, you got something. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and so what they were doing then, they were taking that dough, dropping it in the fryer with a little sugar and and uh, they say it goes all the way back to World War One. So Happy Donut Day to you, Bubba. And I know how patriotic you are, and so they, so they say eating a donut can actually be extremely patriotic, Bubba. Right. So get you something today. Oh, I, I like donuts. I mean, I don't go you know out of my way all the time to get them. I don't. I like they're not donut. a regular thing. But mm-hmm. when they show up here, I'll have one or two. So I my like good donut. My yeah. sister was coming through town. She had a doctor's appointment, and she called. Uh, jc and reese they were close by and said hey i want to take you to lunch or whatever and i was with tyler we were doing something else and and so uh the news broke out that hey we want to run by and get some donuts and y'all take home and we had a box of donuts in the house yesterday and they they didn't last long Mm -hmm. but i can't remember the last time we've had that you know know. and this is one downside to the golden ticket seats being closed oh i miss because on national donut day how many boxes of donuts do you think we'd have here right now well shutting down the Mm -hmm. the golden ticket seats till further notice there's no telling how many pounds of weight lost we could tie them. oh you kidding <laughs> huh? we'll find we'll find workarounds right. but yeah, uh, right but i mean we're having to work harder for it <laughs> yeah yeah now we're willing to put the work in <laughs> oh yes we're dedicated to the guys task. we're finding it about 80 feet from the studio yeah. well, well yeah. what's okay. happening what's happening is this it's one thing though for deer to just keep walking by you without you even having to get up <laughs> yeah then to actually have to go find them right, you, know, right. I mean, yeah. you know i'm i'm shocked though on the surface though that a donut's bad for you i mean it seems like there's more air than anything in there you you know, really? I know it's the, I know it's the outside. I think, of I think it the calorie you. count doesn't say that. Yeah, I go back to it. Well, he's just surprised the calorie count's there. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's if it was, fluffy. I mean, like when you eat a steak here, yeah, well, there's a lot here. I see that, but I mean, it's it's a lot of air. They just vanish. It's, like, it's it's almost cotton candy. It melts in your mouth. Yeah, they vanish pretty quick. Cotton candy? How in the world? I mean, where does it go? Somebody <laughs> said it's good. It's awful sugary. Yeah, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Back 35 minutes past the hour, Rick and Bubba show. We're thankful you're with us. Uh, you know, things uh, are volatile out there, and there's certainly a lot of uncertainty. And now, more than ever, security is important. And if you, uh, you know, if you feel like you ever, you ever get that feeling, I don't think I'm where I need to be. I, I don't, I don't think I've got my security system. I, it's not like I like it. Um, it's getting a lot of false alarms. It's gotten, you know, hard, convoluted to deal with. And I've been meaning to upgrade. Well, now more than ever, you you might want to check out simplysafebubba.com. Uh, they've spent a decade, uh, you know, trying to reconstruct an industry that, frankly, is uh, has fallen behind. You know, the, the days of you know having to get an appointment, and then here comes this crew, and they're working on you for a couple of days, and there's some salesperson. Now I'm locked into this contract, and I'm getting monitored. My goodness, why am I writing a check for fifty or to a hundred bucks? Uh, that doesn't ha- does not have to be the case. That does not have to be your reality. 
Go to simplysafebubba.com right now. Design with all the great technology they have available. Design it yourself. They'll put it in the box the way you want it designed so it'll work. You know, Speedy's done it. My sister's done it. We've done it. And when it gets there, it's already set up the way you said you wanted it set up. Inside an hour, you've got it installed. 24-7 monitoring. Here we go. They've got the HD cameras for video verification, which cuts down on false alarms. The police can look and say, all right, we know we got a problem and, and we need to get out there. Uh, get yours now with a 60-day money-back guarantee and free shipping by using simplysafebubba.com. Also a link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors. But All right, so we continue to um, to look out over uh, our America. These are the days of America Well, uh, now you, you, we're getting into the ultimate, you can't have nothing. Uh, I think we're all trying to figure out what we are supposed to do and, and not do. Uh, you know it's a, a tinderbox out there, as we said, when now Drew Brees has been deemed, you know, the focus. Uh, he's been put in the crosshairs and deemed an evil person uh, for saying that he, when he stands for the national anthem, he remembers his, his grandfather fighting in uh, the world wars. And also he said that he, Thinks about all the things that have happened in America, including the civil rights movement, uh, and he uh, is now deemed to be the worst person on the planet. And his his uh, jersey's being burned, and it's just uh, bizarro. Well, now Hugh Jackman is in trouble, and you won't believe why, Bubba. Well, Rick, uh, and again, I'm trying to fully understand what uh, how we're supposed to uh, we 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 have issues and we're trying to figure out the best way to solve those issues but i don't i don't understand the way some of the folks are going about this um uh, hugh jackman he has been slammed by fans for sharing a picture of a protester hugging a police officer now he took a picture uh, or he had a picture he's 52 years old it was taken during the black lives matter protest uh he put it on his twitter page and he posted the caption, Solidarity. Now, the picture is a white police officer hugging an African-American man who is there protesting, okay? And you see all the people behind him and all that. And, and it's, an, it's an emotional hug. You, you can tell they've, they've had a conversation, and they're, they're, they're trying to, to, to show each other, hey, we're, we're together on this. Uh, and he, he posts Solidarity. Well, he is just eaten alive after this. Somebody help me with this. Um, I, I'm, I'm yeah. like you. I'm confused. He said, uh, "I mean, and, and if you look at posts on the on the website, and this is coming from people of all colors, uh, and I'm not going to use some of the language here. Someone show me just one celebrity who isn't a disappointment. Uh, I'm sorry, but you can't post that if you aren't uh, if you aren't also sharing videos of police brutality." The news is doing enough of sharing this bull instead of what's actually going on. Peaceful protesters are being attacked for no reason by the cops who are supposed to be who are supposed to keep them safe. Uh, another one. This is so disappointing. You're helping spread the propaganda. If you want to share something, there's plenty of images and videos of protests from around the world. Don't include PR opportunities for police officers. Another one says, "Dude, no solidarity." Uh, solidarity would be quitting the police force. Please be better. And it goes on and on. And I don't think uh, uh, Hugh Jackman is is anywhere considered close to a conservative well, in his own political. Well, well Hugh probably like me thought 
well, this is kind of our goal where we hope things end up, right? And, wow, look, in this particular situation, this is a positive thing. Yeah. I don't think it's any more complicated than that. Yeah. I'm with you, Greg, because the thing, the thought in my mind looking at this picture, it appears that the two people – here's a bizarre concept. These two human beings are discussing why the protest is going on. Here's a police officer likely saying, you know that I don't condone what we've seen either. We're not all bad people. Which is a good and, message. And then he's probably saying to the police officer, and all of us are not anarchists and rioters and, and looters – we want our voice to be heard, and it looks like they've had, to your point, Bubba, a conversation where they both came to the conclusion, hey, we're really not against each other. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, you can we, see, and, and you can we, see in we, the and man's we, and eyes. We don't, and we that, don't want that? And we've okay. taken that and made it a negative. You can see in the man's eyes that he, he's emotional. I mean, it's, uh, it, you can tell it's not some kind of staged photo op or something. And we don't want that. I, so I'm, they I'm, only want pictures of the police beating people and yeah. people beating the police and guys, you busting even, out windows, uh, and that's all they want. I mean, you, that, you, you even see behind there. There's clearly a sign that talks about killer cops and oh, yeah, and yeah. all that in the picture. And maybe this is a guy uh, who's protesting a, a, a man, a human being that may have been telling the officer, "Look, I don't think all of y'all are killers," and the officer may be telling the the man, "I understand." the concern and we want to talk and understand the situation. I don't think, and I know some of you, I think don't believe this. I really don't believe that anybody wants people in law enforcement to abuse their power. Uh, But at the same time, we need to concentrate on removing those people. This new thing that we would be better off if law enforcement was removed from our communities. Guys, come on now. That's that's just a, that's just a, that's, that is not a wise that that's Rick. not a you can't go there that that's that's not even L- that, op, that option is not available that's a that's crazy we had the story yesterday la is going uh, proposing that they cut about 150 million out of the police budget of course it's a huge budget okay um minneapolis is working legislation through to completely do away with the police department and one of the people who ran on this campaign to do this, you may remember he came out and said, I support Antifa, mm-hmm. is Keith Ellison's son, who is a city councilman. There. Right. Oh, yeah, we got nothing um, on him today. And yeah. I, don't, I'm, I guess I'm confused. How, how do you keep bad people from hurting good people? How yeah. is that supposed to work? you got chaos now. Get rid of the police departments. And, and I know, I know you, you've had an incident there, which I don't know how in the world, being that Minnesota has been under such great leadership for uh, many, many decades, and Minneapolis too, how in the world that could ever have happened, because I thought that would be a panacea by this, by this point, because you've, you've clearly filtered out any other uh, line of thinking there. Yeah. So um, – I don't. I don't understand how. Now, a lot of these people, and don't don't be fooled by this, have private guards who are escorting course, them everywhere yeah, they making, go, yeah, they're these and they're they're wanting to defund the police. And a lot of them are also people who are anti-gun, but they've got right. well, you know six guys walking with them who are loaded to the hill. Well, this is what to your point, Bubba. What the ruling class is going to do, if and God forbid that was to happen, and let's let's pray that it doesn't. They'll remove your protection. And let you live in chaos, but they'll keep theirs. Yeah, and they'll yeah. take the policemen they just put out of work and hire them as private security for them, and then they'll be protected, and you won't. And the whole time they'll be saying, "Hey, we are removed all this from you." But see, what you got to be real careful is sometimes people pretend to remove something 
to protect you. And what you don't understand is you better be careful that you don't remove your protection from them. Yeah. And that's the tyrannical overreaching government. If you, if you don't like the arm of the government, then, you know, we can go and fix law enforcement and law enforcement. I don't believe is pushing back on us to try to, in some cases, maybe they have, they need to be transparent and we need to remove these, these people that shouldn't be in law enforcement and they do exist. They're not the majority. Not even close. And, and, and so, what, what I don't understand is that we've lost the ability, Bubba, to look at this Hugh Jackman post, who is not some staunch right-wing conservative, mm-hmm. to Bubba's point. That I'm aware of. Yeah, yeah. And to look at this picture, see, I can look at this picture and say, man, I hope this is where we end up. That doesn't mean that I've ignored what happened or I'm not aware that we have a problem that we're trying to fix. Yeah. That's, that picture doesn't mean that. that, that, that that's just, just a me- positive picture. And why, right. and why can't people reason that out? Oh, if you put that up there, that means you don't think you you think George Floyd had it coming. No, oh, you just think it's okay for police to be brutal. No, no, no. That that's not what that picture means at all. And don't we have enough reasoning sense to know that? And well, uh, that picture goes against the narrative they're trying to push. Well, it, the, well, it, 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 that it goes against it. Mm-hmm. But it really that these two the the but, the police and these people are at odds with each other. Yeah. yeah, but but even I would say, Greg, even protest, just a slight disagreement. I don't think it takes away from the narrative. I think it it shows that two people are talking about the narrative, and maybe there was some clarity. Yeah, yeah. They may have, when they first came up to each other, had a different attitude and then talked about it. So, protesters against police, and, you know, they can exist without beating the crap out of each other. And there's also, there's another element in here, too. Let me tell you, there's a lot of folks out there that we're protected from by law enforcement that are more than willing to join this new narrative of let's do away with law enforcement. Oh, buddy. What are you talking about? Well, they can't wait. Then they're going to rule. And they can be pretty brutal, too. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. To the people we go, nine minutes to the top of the hour, 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. 30 seconds a pop, the largest number of people, the shortest amount of time, making comments, asking questions, bringing information to the table, not designed for meaningless shout-outs or shameless plugs. Those will receive an instant buzzer. It's our first phone troll of the day. That, that means we're now nearing you down to 30 seconds on your comments. Uh, it also means, though, if you're standing in line, we're going to move the line quickly. Uh, so you can get in now at 866-WE-BE-BIG. We'll start with Jay out of Auburn, Alabama. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them phones a trolling. Here we come, phone trolling. Phone troll. Hey, Jay, welcome to the program. How are you? Hey, good morning. I was just going to call and update you guys real quick. I got a phone call from a friend of mine in Chicago. It has turned into an all-out war zone. The Latin Kings and MS-13 have combined and acted as guardians to their neighborhood and have posted videos saying that they will assassinate anybody that is not one of them coming into their neighborhood, which they have proceeded to do. Wow. I have not heard that, but you know, uh, I saw some of some people commenting yesterday in the African-American community saying, hey... We got to do something about Chicago on on any weekend, uh, and um, and so this uh, this may be it even elevating during this time of unrest and uncertainty. That's uh, that's troubling news. Uh, Sean in Louisiana. Sean, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Go ahead. 
Good morning, fellas. Hey. What I, what I was going to say is kind of two things. One thing, you're talking about uh, Hugh Jackman and people dogging him out. Man, it's just evil. It's people don't want peace. And another thing, kind of going along with y'all's deep fake talk yesterday, mm-hmm. I wonder how much of it's really real. And that's really all I got. Yeah. Or how many people, though, you know, are really real about it. You don't really know. He was talking about the deep fake, F-A-K-E, yeah. where you can now, you know, I, I'm telling you. You can make a video, say or do anything. I do I do think you are right. The, the, what, the things we see on TV, the things we see on social media, the things we hear, uh, is any of it even genuine and legitimate anymore? Is it all a bunch of different agendas and propagandas? And, and it's, it's hard to follow. But I will tell you this. Now, some of what you see in here, it certainly isn't real because it's trying to achieve uh, uh, some sort of agenda. Uh, we continue. It's just like right now, even this, this thing we're talking about right now, you know, some of this stuff that uh, we, we look at and things we need to fix in our country, I, I know this is a bizarre concept. You know, a lot of us can go and research this stuff for ourselves. If you'll work, you can find the information. Now, you got to have credible sources, and you can look and you can see – and find you know the truth and say, well, there's a certain narrative I'm being told, but I'm looking at the facts. I'm not sure that narrative can be legitimized with anything anybody's saying to you. Just go and research it for yourself. Uh, we continue. Let's go to Matt in Alabama. Matt, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. 30 seconds. Go ahead. Hey, guys. How's it going? Good. Um, hey, I completely agree with you guys. Um, the narrative's completely wrong, I believe. Um, they uh, People are out there trying to portray the police the entire police force as being against people of minority, whereas the police force is built up of, of individuals. And individuals are the people that have, may have troubles with author, um, people of minority. Well, yeah, it's, it, it, we can't lump ever, anytime, we can't lump any group of people into one narrative, no matter who they are, and that includes the police. Uh, that includes minorities. That includes white people. That includes politicians. That include whatever the case may be. You know, and you can get some general stuff going, but individual people. You know, we, we've lost that concept that that saying, well, if, we, if you got this, that means everybody's that way. No, th- that's exactly what we're trying to stop, right? Isn't that what racism was in the beginning? Yeah. Racism was if you were a certain color, then we come up with a narrative and we say everybody's this way. Yeah. Uh, and and. Now we're turning around saying to stop racism, we'll now group people in groups and say everybody's that way. It seems like we're going in completely the, the, the opposite direction. It does. Uh, we continue. Let's go to uh, Garrett in Tampa, Florida. Garrett, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Go ahead. Hey, guys. Uh, I just wanted to comment to say that because of all this, I found myself stooping the levels of arguing with people on, on social media, and it got to the point where I have deleted all of my social media because yeah. – I just I, I was so ashamed of myself that I was trying to argue with people who don't want to reason. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, yeah. You have to when you get to the point where you realize, oh, wait a minute, you don't really want to have a conversation. You you, you would do yourself a favor just to move on. Yeah. I've had I've had people before go, hey, Rick blocked me on Twitter. Well, yeah, I blocked you because you, you asked me something. I clarified your wrong narrative and I gave you the answer that I thought you were looking for. And then you just kept on going. Mm-hmm. Well then, that's not a conversation. Then you, you're never going to come off what you're saying. So we're done. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's, that's why I hit this hang up button sometimes. Mm-hmm. You got to be able to have a conversation, and if the conversation ends, then why spend time with it? 
We continue. Uh, let's go to Jeff in Albertville. Jeff, 30 hey, seconds. Hey, go fellas, ahead. How, you, how you doing, folks? Good. My, my thought is Drew Brees was right on when he first said what he said about the flag. Then he had come back and apologized, which he shouldn't have done because we shouldn't have to apologize for a release. But Charles Barkley coming out and judging him, and Charles Barkley's got the, the morals of a goat. I mean, prostitution, gambling, all kind of things. Drew Brees is a better man than Charles Barkley will ever be. Well, it's uh, you know, we, we, Greg's greatest uh, greatest assessment of Charles Barkley was he's a walking, talking contradiction. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Rick. Uh, yeah, I'm not familiar with what Charles Barkley yeah, said. I, about I don't know what he said either. Uh, but I think what we said yesterday, and I'm not saying Drew Brees is some perfect man. Nobody is. Uh, and I'm cer- certainly we can dig on anybody and find something. And go well that day they weren't very. Yeah, we all have bad days and bad moments, and hopefully though it didn't turn into a bad lifestyle. But uh, I, I I think you got to be real careful here when when you're over here seeing what happened with these men and the things we're finding out in the case that happened down in South Georgia with these men. Uh, you see that and you go, man, that really looks evil. And we got with well, these kind of people cannot be tolerated. But what you can't do is now make people think that Drew Brees belongs with them. Yeah. Drew Brees? Uh, and see, what happens is if somebody doesn't understand what, what what's going on in this case over here, then they think, oh, is Drew Brees the face of racism? Well, it must not be that bad. And, and, then, yeah. and then they don't take it serious. And, yeah. and see, that's the issue with all this this attitude of just doing this big big net and going out there and saying, I'm grabbing everybody in this net that does anything – I'm going, to, I'm going to take a narrative that doesn't exist, and I'm going to force it when really there's enough examples of of, of truthful, you know, examples of racism and bigotry and 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 violence, and it, we have enough real examples of the things we need to be concerned about. Where you really hurt those things is when you start grabbing for examples that really shouldn't be there. And Drew Brees, you can agree or disagree about standing or kneeling for the national anthem. But Drew Brees, the way he's being attacked by simply saying, I respectfully stand for the national anthem, that's kind of my view of it. You're not helping the cause. Look, I, you and, can and, disagree with with Drew, but I mean, the response has been the burning, the, all oh, that. It's ridiculous. Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick Burgess, Bill Bubba Bussey, Calvin Speedy Wilburn, The Real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler. We are back uh, from the broadcast plaza and teleport. Hey, do not forget, this weekend, Rick and Bubba University, the podcast will be back in play, and uh, you'll get an opportunity... Uh, to hear our interview with Liberty University's David Nasser. Uh, if you never heard uh, David on the show before, uh, you know, you'll know you love it. If you've heard him a number of times, uh, there'll be some new things that we'll talk about, especially the state of our college generation right now. Uh, I think that'll be very informative for you. Uh, Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, as we just mentioned, and Adler are all part of it. But we got some interns that we need to name. Uh, maybe we can get into that some 
this hour. And, you know, based on some of the calls we've gotten over the last few days, we maybe want to keep it out of the last hour. Yeah, why don't uh, we and, go ahead and handle some of that? Yeah, and, and I really think – Give that last hour a break. And I, and I, and I still want to interview uh, the young man named Jonathan, who you and I have known him uh, on, on and off and uh, know his family. Um, and he's here. I really think he's probably our best candidate – uh, to take on the immediate nickname, follow the science. Uh, but but we still want to interview him, get to know him, and all that, so he can have his moment of, of being interviewed. But uh, so there's a uh, there's. And I think Tory needs to be Leroy Jenkins. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes, Boy, that's yeah. a good one. Are, you know, are, we could use you. Could, we could use anonymous. Yeah, you know, that's that, big that, right that now. one could be in there too. So we could interview the both of them and really get their. Uh, uh, get their their interviewing their name done relatively quick. Yeah, knock so, it out. So, Helms, if we get these two, are we caught up, or is there still some out there? No, we're caught up. Yeah, we yeah, do. that would do it. Yeah, I think it, that'll do it. Okay, all right. So we'll uh, our intern that'll do it. Hey, and just trying again to be very fair. And you had a speedy pull those comments back up again. <clears throat> okay, being very fair, I had not heard what Charles Barkley had to say uh, about <clears throat> Drew Brees. Uh, and uh, based on what the caller was thinking, that it, it sounded like it was really going to be something, you know, that we would like. Hey, man, come on, Charles. Hey, man, where's Bubba? Mm-hmm. Uh, and all of that. But what you read to me, no, no, no dig at the caller. Mm-hmm. Uh, it sounds like what Charles said was was not all that bad. No, and uh, inside the NBA crew uh, with was him and Shaq and Kenny Smith, and they had a. Um, a discussion about the current protest happening around the country and then uh, some other things going on. And, and Drew Brees came up and he uh, talking about Charles Barkley said it was insensitive, especially during this time, Barkley said, uh, commenting on TNT's broadcast. He said, I thought uh, the negative reaction from every talking head on te- television and some of his teammates was overkill. I never heard a bad word about Drew Brees in my life. He made a mistake. Yeah, so I I think Charles, even though we we may we may disagree that what he said was insensitive, Charles was just kind of saying, look, the timing of him saying it was bad, but the reaction to it is is just as bad. And I've never heard anything but good things about the guy. So really, that really wasn't he really yeah. didn't go after Drew Brees. I, and and got, Shaq jumped uh, in and said that he was on the Saints team call Thursday and said that Brees apologized for his remarks and. He also did it publicly, which we've been talking about, uh, and they say his teammates accepted his apology. See, I, the uh, there was a story about it when the caller mentioned it, and I was trying to kind of watch the uh, you know the uh, transcript at the bottom what he was saying, and it didn't appear to be all that controversial, and that's why it didn't kind of match what he was saying. So I, I hadn't heard it at the time. Yeah, I, see, I did. I, that's the first time I've heard Charles's comments, and and caller, I understand what you're saying, but I, I think this time. I think the way you portrayed Charles was was not not over not accurate. That that's not a that's not a really bad comment. And I'll say this even further: um, Ernie Johnson even spoke about what you mentioned, mm-hmm. and that was Drew Brees' grandfather's military background and his understanding of how people hold the American flag at great uh, reverence and stuff. And so they even talked about that side. So it wasn't, I don't think, a Drew Brees bashing. Yeah, it was yeah, more of a conversation. Yeah. So there's been times on the show, and and I give Charles credit. He he'll always come on. And we've had some fun moments with Charles, and we've had moments where we were in an all-out. I'm talking about major league disagreement, mm-hmm. and he's never been bitter about that. No. He's uh, sometimes Charles can be a little uninformed, uh, and 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 talk about topics like us that sometimes we haven't researched as good. <laughs> the funniest one ever, the funniest one ever, is from just a funny standpoint. It was when the University of Alabama hired Mike Price, and 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 Mike Price, you know, didn't never got out of spring training. 
and it involved allegations. I don't remember what was ever proven. Okay, I know he got fired, but he never. You, you he, remember he, the story? He, I don't remember the details. So the allegations yeah. were that there was something involving Mike Price that involved uh, the oldest profession in the world. Yeah, going and, out and yeah, partying a little and, hard and, there, and, yeah. and some ladies that yeah. you know that they're in that profession. Mm-hmm. Well, he was in the state of Alabama uh, when he when he did this. So Charles, which he will do from time to time, and it was just a funny moment. And uh, he gets on the air, and he starts saying, what's the big deal about what Mike Price did? I don't understand why everybody's coming after Mike Price. It's not like he did anything illegal. And I said, Charles, prostitution is illegal where he was. He goes, oh, I didn't know that. (laughs) (laughs) You remember that? Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't know that. I remember that. I remember where we were and everything. Wasn't it raining that day? We got crammed in. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I, I, you know, I don't agree with Charles a lot of times. Sometimes I do agree with him. I don't think this was that big a deal. I, I think the caller kind of oversold that one. Can I tell you some of the funniest things with Charles now is when him and Shaq start getting on each other about mm-hmm. sponsors they've got. They, they do commercials for it. And when Charles was on him about trying to get in that Buick, he wouldn't oh fit in it. Oh my gosh! I, I mean, I was crying at yeah. home watching that. Yeah. That was good stuff. So also, <clears throat> you, you mentioned in passing and. and and we're, and we're, you know, the, this whole this whole ongoing um, journey of Kanye West uh, and the, the the spiritual transformations and and you know you know and every, you know you, it got to the point where I don't know why we do this where you certainly don't need to be you know well I don't hey well but at the same time it's almost like you were forbidden to even say anything about Kanye's newfound spiritual you know journey because any of us I mean. Jesus gives a pretty clear parable about the sower and the seeds and where they all fall, and you know some end up in good soil, take root, and produce fruit. And certainly, we you know, we 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 see that. You know, it goes back to what we said before. One of the greatest evangelists of all time, Billy Sunday. When anytime someone would declare that they made their decision uh, and that, that, that to be redeemed, he would say, "Well, we'll see." And the Bible says that we'll see. What do you see? The fruit. So it's nothing wrong with saying, "Let's watch this pro- process." And actually, you know, it's been a good process and. There's a lot of people involved uh, that that we know that give us updates about how it's going, uh, but I, w- I was beginning to to hear from some of the people that that are t- working on discipling him that you know one of the tough obstacles may be whether his wife is going to come along on this journey or supports this journey or or whatever. And unfortunately, it looks like, and hopefully, it won't. It'll all get worked out. But mm-hmm. uh, Bubba was saying there's stories out today that sh- that she and he have separated. Uh, Are there some? There's they're some, going to take some space yeah, with each other. Need some time off. They're, they're taking a break. So I don't know if it's true or not, but that story is out. there. Yeah, here's the story, and, and hopefully this is them. Maybe part of the process of them working it out. Okay, uh, and and it says uh, the report is that the word being used is they're on different pages right now. And 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 I'm reading this, and it looks like their schedules. Are on uh, like on the quarantining. Uh, yeah. They're on opposite schedules. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. like Kim's getting up early right. and, and does her own thing, yeah. and then he doesn't really have a steady regiment routine like yeah. Kim does. Right. And then it goes on down, and it says, but before anyone starts questioning the status of their relationship, the source also says the couple is doing well despite previous reports from the son that they're not and they live on opposite ends of the house. Yeah. So it's hard to know with, with today's yeah. reporting exactly well, what's going Well, that going story on. was out there. I don't even yeah. think we talked about it. No. During the quarantine, yeah. they basically were on opposite ends of the house. And look, mm-hmm. they, 
I'll be that honest. It was more with you, because that, of their schedule. They're that, saying. Well, I don't know. Hey, if you go down, was a, though, there was a lot of families living yeah. on opposite ends of the house yeah. after about yeah. week number three was, or yeah. four. Yeah. Well, they go. I on, know some pretty good ones were doing that. I yeah. completely set up the basement different just so me and Braden had somewhere to go. Yeah. yeah. Well, there, there's, there's lots no of argument. There's no indication their marriage is in trouble. That's right. not what no. we're suggesting. But they were saying that they were getting with this separation some frustration of mm-hmm. that he wasn't pulling his weight and. You know he's not taking the responsibilities he need to, and all that, and 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 so ho- hopefully it has nothing to do, you know, with yeah. with the, uh, the 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 more more important journey, and that is him now being a you know a person of faith and trying to work out now that sanctification and and maturing process, and hopefully it'll it'll all be fine. Right. So, so and I think he didn't he step up too and say he would pay for uh, uh, George Floyd's daughter's college yes. just to be sure yes. that was covered. Right. Yes, so yeah. so, so hopefully that's that's not any big deal. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so just um, just an update on that. So when we come back, we'll uh, we'll jump into um, to talking about um, our new interns. We got two of them here today that don't have names yet. We think we can get to their names pretty quick, unless in the interview something else jumps up, you know. And we can we can talk to both of them uh, when we when we come back. We'll roll through that information. We we may or may not need some feedback from you. We'll see. Uh, so uh, stay with us. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Rick and Bubba. 21 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Rick and Bubba University, of course, the podcast this weekend. Catch that. It'll be ready when you get up to start your day tomorrow. Uh, but anyway, so we, we have Rick and Bubba University, of course, as our intern program where we try to train up uh, young men and women to go out into the world uh, toting a degree in uh, common sense, which is certainly a, a superpower. Uh, so we have two more, and it's time for us to give them their Rick and Bubba name. Uh, right now, their names are Jonathan Stroud uh, and also Victoria or Tori uh, Scroggins. Uh, but those names will not last. Um, so, Jonathan, uh, uh, it's good to see you. How have you been, sir? I'm doing all right. How are you? Oh, I'm good. You know, of course, I, uh, Bub and I have known you since you were just uh, like a little kid. Yeah. Yep, and here you are with the beard rocking. You're a college uh, man now. Thank you, yeah. So tell the audience where you go to college. Uh, Vanderbilt University. All right. So what? Vandy. What will you be studying there, there, Vandy? Uh, human organizational development. Oh my goodness! Wow. Now, what does that mean exactly? In, in like real world terms, what does that mean? It's like a uh, business psychology and communications all rolled into one. So oh. yeah, marketing and working with HR, things like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll, that should I'll, be interesting. I'll, the coming years. I'll take it back uh, to Greg uh, when you and I were having some fun when I was a senior and. Had some schools that were recruiting me, and Vanderbilt came calling. Do you remember that? Yeah, and uh, I told you not to waste your time. Yeah, I remember <laughs> Greg <laughs> getting in. I remember Greg saying, "Why are these coaches wasting time here? Have they seen your transcript yeah. at all?" And <laughs> so, uh, but it was you know nice. Tonight. And we know we would know uh, the the uh, a running back for Vandy and his family. Mm-hmm. Yes, we did. Jr. Trenrino. Yeah. Uh, so uh, so anyway, so you got you you went to Oak Mountain High School there in Birmingham. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would ask you if you're familiar with the show, but I know that you are. Oh yeah. Well, you, Absolutely. You were raised on the show. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> as it should be. And, and of course, your mom's been on the show a few times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. With the Birmingham Christian Family Magazine. 
Yep. yep. And she also was uh, worked in uh, TV news here for mm-hmm. many years yep. in the market. Anchor woman. Sure yep. Anchor yep. woman, yeah. All right. So uh, then we have Tori. Hey, Tori. How are you? Hello. I'm great. How are you? Good. And so tell everybody where you go to college. I go to college at the University of Alabama. It Roll tie. <laughs> yeah. And wait a minute, Jonathan, an anchor down for you. Thank an anchor you, down. You, uh, All right, yeah. so um, so you are studying what? Public relations. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. Boy, I'll tell you one thing. Uh, that This is one of those moments, if you need to learn public relations, I kind of hate that uh, the Rick and Bubba intern program does not belong to Greg anymore. Yeah. Because yeah, he, you would have you learned a lot about public relations and repairing <laughs> and, and what Mr. Burgess really meant, that kind of stuff. So, <laughs> so so public relations it is. And uh, so do you know anything about the show? Were you raised on the show as well? I did grow up listening to the show. Um, I took a short break when there was a period of time where I couldn't listen in the mornings, but I've been listening recently, so... Oh, really? So there was a gap. There was a gap. Has anything changed in that gap from like the way the show was before that? No, not really. Yeah, okay. So, oh, Rick, oh, Rick and Bubba, just, just that old concept. Always the same. All the, that consistent. <laughs> it's always, always making a living off I hope off that's low a good ex- thing. Well, we always meet those low expectations. Well, we do. That's Does right. it feel weird to if grow up? If you won't raise the bar too high, you'll love it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Does it feel <laughs> weird to grow up listening and then all of a sudden you're sitting here and it's like, okay, this is a weird moment? It is kind of weird, yeah. especially yeah. on the first day here in the – um, like tag music of Rick and Bubba. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, this is kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> so looking, speedy. looking yeah, at and there's me. Looking at some of the things Great. here. Now we think we already have your your nicknames put together, uh, but there's there's a couple things I'm, I'm looking down here that we might want to just you know make a note of, uh, and that is we we see over here in Jonathan's um, you know honors. There's quite a few as you can imagine as a as a Vanderbilt student. You know, you don't just walk into Vanderbilt and say, I'd like to go to school here. No, no. Uh, but um, he, he got an Alabama Elk State Association Most Valuable Student Scholarship. That was cool. Hmm. And uh, all state in jazz band. Yeah. Yeah, so what instrument do you play? I played uh, the vibes, vibraphone. Oh, and then mm. I do piano, but... For the jazz, or for all state, I was just on vibraphone. Uh, I have a question. What is vibraphone? Yeah, I'm trying to picture it. It's like a... Uh, it's like a metal xylophone that has a pedal on it, so like uh-huh. if I hit the note, I can hold out the note. Oh, you okay? Got it, Rick. I think you you skipped right over uh, Shelby County math team first place team, second place individual in calculus. Yeah, well, Bubba, good night. You know, it's because I, I, I <laughs> already, no, Bubba, you won that. Yeah, yeah. You, you, <laughs> no, Greg, I didn't. Yeah, Me neither. I didn't. Bubba, nah. also, I skipped over the advanced academic diploma of the four point four seven. And ranking fifth in his class of 425 people and an ACT score of 33. Good gracious. Right, so, uh, we're 33. <laughs> so many things here that I'm he sure he's supposed to be. Jonathan, do you, do you ever get out anywhere? I mean, do you, I try, do you I ever try. get any you know, sun or right. anything? It's, I get a lot of sun on a drum line. <laughs> Jonathan, are, are, are you even sensing at all what a step down this is for you? <laughs> I mean, no, no, at, no, no, at Rick and Bubba no, University? No, no. I feel like we need to pack you up and send you somewhere else. Right. Now look, it's like a package misdelivered. Look, now yeah. let's, look, it's not like Tori can't hang. I'm looking over here at you, too. I see the Alpha Lambda Delta Scholarship recipient. Oh, presidential presidential Scholarship. Lama Ding Dong. Honors co- in the honors. Oh. In college, she got a four point one seven. Yes, sir. Good My goodness, uh-huh. really smart. That's right. Wow. Look, look at all these achievements down here. Got all kinds. And we got of, them going to get breakfast. Yeah, <laughs> we. You know, none of these things. You, you remember the funny story if you've listened long enough, where. Because my name started with a B, they actually set me down on the same row as all the honor students. 
What what an embarrassing! I mean, it, it was everybody. Your robe had nothing on. Nothing it. on it. My robe had nothing. It just soot black, and uh, not 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 a not a not a piece of anything hanging anywhere. And I yeah. would I would encourage y'all too that you know don't worry about the studies that say people that make between nineteen and twenty one are happier in life on their ACT. Okay? Right. Yeah. But you you can beat you can beat the odds, guys. And I'm challenging y'all to do that. Have mm-hmm. either one of you ever had a nickname? Tori, you ever had a nickname? I have not. Jonathan, I've had a few. Yeah, really. Uh, Bus driver, Jay Stroud, John John, Johnny Boy. Bus driver. You had me at bus driver. What, what, yeah. Where'd bus driver? So, uh, because I'm a, I'm a percussionist, and the, uh, one of the instructors one day was like, Jonathan, you have to be driving the bus when you're playing bass drum, man. You got to like, drive right. the tempo and all that. So oh, can, you, can you get on the drum set and go to town? I don't know about that one. But we can, uh, yeah, so you don't play, you've never played a kit before? Not really, no. Okay. Not too much. Okay. Is that, a, is that a big step? I would say, yeah, I think it's very difficult to play kit. Yeah, Speedy's yeah. good at it. Yeah. I was just saying that because Adler was going to ask that if I didn't. Yeah. Right. Trying to get that out of the way. Right. Just so you know. All right. Well, we'll come back. We'll, we'll kick around some of the things we think we might just do. And, Rick, I know we have a couple out on the table, but when you're from Vanderbilt, I mean, don't I you have to have an anchor down or something? We've already had an anchor down. But, I mean, something to do around that. <laughs> I, what about I, Commodore or something? Yeah, like that? something like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Intern Lionel Richie. Yeah, we've had an intern called Anchor Down. I thought it may have been a combo. But you know what, Bubba? Your your instinct was correct. Yeah. And that's exactly what we did the first time we had a Vanderbilt school. <laughs> you know, so your instinct was there. And I like the I like the helmet where they have the chain and the anchor on yeah. it. You know? oh, I always yeah. thought that was pretty cool. Intern chain. You know Keith Aberstadt, by the way? <laughs> Number one door fan. We'll be right back. Bottom of the hour. More Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. 35 minutes now past the hour. Ooh, it brings Rick and Bubba's show, we're back. Thank you for being with us. And uh, there's much to uh, to continue to talk about. I'm even starting to realize we may hear from Gary, the bulldozer man, coming up next hour. Uh, I had a conversation with him yesterday that um, is worth a visit. Also, uh, we got two interns that we're trying to get named right now, uh, Tori Scroggins and Jonathan Straub. Uh, we've kind of given you some background, and now you know there's 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 a process we could go through here that that happens pretty quick. But as we continue to find out information, Bubba did uh, have a suggestion in the break that instinctively he was 100 percent right. Sadly, he did not remember that we'd already done it. But his instincts were well, were, were pure and solid, mm-hmm. and that is you know if we have an intern from Vanderbilt, we we got to do something around anchor down, and then of course we remembered that we actually did. <laughs> yeah. So well, we, I, I knew we had had one with that tied into it, yeah. and I just you know I probably didn't clarify my communication. Well, look, your instinct was was right. You know, do you let a, another Vanderbilt student go with a, with a nickname? That's I, mean, not I didn't t- know y'all were gonna jump on me like I was on Twitter. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> Got you, buddy. Well, now you know how Drew Brees feels. <clears throat> you better apologize but, twice. But anyway, so we've already done an anchor down, so we won't do that again. But I mean, you can still have some fun with uh, with uh, the Commodores, or yeah. you know, we could have a lot of fun with it and be intern Lionel Richie, a <laughs> uh, different type of Commodore. <laughs> We're getting dandy, Vandy. But, but but anyway, uh, looking at this, we we can't leave this either. Anchor down, Fauci. Uh, right, I saw that. Yeah, one. I saw that yeah, one. But how about uh, Tory Scroggins? We find out from a friend of the show. That you actually, because, you know, I don't know if have you heard uh, Miss Kay call our show before. We have a person that, that does an impression called Miss Kay. I that, have not. That, that sounds Pretty very good. similar to the governor of Alabama, who is uh, Governor Kay Ivey. Yes, sir. And who has, you know, an old school 
Montgomery kind of kind of accent for you know tarnation. You almost can feel yeah. the moss hanging on the trees right, right. when she talks. Yeah, here yeah, a Spanish moss and things of this tarnation nature. Now. This nature <laughs> and in your Belvedere, mo- here, boy. your mother and and Martha, <laughs> and so you, we didn't know you were you did an internship with with her administration. Yes, sir. Last summer I was an intern in her communications office. Really? How about that? And did, did, uh, there was a phrase that uh, the friend that we know would always say to you when you had been working with the governor? Yes, he would always look at me and go, now, Tori. <laughs> Tori, Tori, could, could you bring me that communication before it goes out? <laughs> Did you have some of that? Just like that. Tori? Yes. Uh-huh, okay. So then somebody said, what about intern governor? Yeah. yeah. Or Miss Kay. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, but we're also getting for her for some reason anonymous and hydroxychloroquine for okay. her. Well, we can't we can't put ourselves uh, in that that's going to be a tough one. That's right, hard so, to say. So we do know this over here in our pile of names that would that would make these two interns tied to an era of the show, and and it could be a lot worse if you don't believe that. Just ask the group that came through on the on a certain summer <laughs> theme that we had going. Uh, yeah, that didn't turn a, out quite like we planned. Yeah, that one. We that, had a lot of chopped well, down wood stories that year. You, you talk, well, people can't act. Right. Greg, you talk about <laughs> Greg, you talk about an idea that went south. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and there's no did, actually, actually, right. actually did. Uh, So, so we, we should have known better than think people could act right. Yeah, yeah Greg, the ability to act right's over. Yeah, it's gone. yeah. Okay, that, that's yeah, over. It's gone. And, and coming from you, that's a bizarre I statement. Know. But but because anyway, I did join in. Oh, of course you did. You couldn't have it. Caught up in it. Let's face it, Greg. You came back during the days when we used to tackle with our head leading first oh yeah I did. Uh, but anyway <laughs> so um and you can't tell it now we're rugby tackling nah. rick pull them down yeah okay <clears throat> yeah like that doesn't get anybody hurt but, all right so all mm-hmm. right so let are are we open to jonathan stroud being followed the science uh, and Tori, but you gotta you gotta go off mic and scream it follow the science yeah, that, yeah that's it <laughs> yeah. And, and i still think it ties with his you know academic uh, ex- uh, you know, excellence, don't yeah. you think? Oh, so. yeah, absolutely. And then we have Tori. Are we okay over here making her intern anonymous? <laughs> uh, anybody wanting, uh, what, you know, anybody want any Fauci in here or anything? Or, or, <laughs> and then we, what we could do then is these two get their nicknames immediately. Right. Uh, they, and we've had this. Yeah, yeah. We, we've done, it's, uh, and, and then that, so, and then it's, it's written and we don't get into all the different, Mm-hmm. You know, because unless we see something that really, right, we're, gonna, we're gonna miss out. On I like calls. follow the science, but I, you know, I'm not completely. You're not sold, sold on, on, on Tory yet. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Uh, this could be it for Tory. Mm. Intern high stepper, high stepper, <laughs> high stepper. <laughs> That's yeah. good. Oh my goodness! That might be it. <laughs> Rick, you, you really, you really don't take phone calls, do you? No, this? not really. No. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard them lately. The. Um, <laughs> Well, what I don't I'm saying think is, they've been any better than that. What I'm saying is the best part of it is watching you take them. Yeah. Oh yeah. But well, what, I tell you what, I'm okay with now. I don't mind if we all want to round some up on our own and, and come back and vote. Yeah. You know that that that. I mean, we can certainly do that. But uh, but but high stepper just just uh, when 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 that came from the Miss K that called the other day that you can't outstep a high stepper. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and so uh, where's Miss K been? We haven't heard from her. <laughs> no, but. I I, I don't I, think it gets any better than that. One. I think I'm liking high stepper better than an honorable. <laughs> yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. So we got to say it like that. And right. I really love follow the sign. Yeah. I, I really, I, I, really, I really like that you too. Mean, follow the sign. I, 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 I really do. I do really like that. And I'm looking at some of the others. Um, you know, I don't know why we're we've got somebody who wants us to name one of them quinoa. 
Yeah. But, uh, but anyway. I was know. eating that earlier. Honestly, Bubba, when I'm looking here, I, I think they, these are the best. Uh, there, there's really nothing. Unless there's I, one on these phone calls. Rick's though. trying to avoid the phone calls. How about this, Bubba? I'm going to do a drum solo while he takes calls. <laughs> I said this the other day. I said this, I said this I like the other it. day. I said this the other day. And this, and I think Speedy will support this. And, and you can't see unless you're over here so you don't know. Mm-hmm. No offense. I, I, to me, the callers are great elements for the mm-hmm. show. But over this naming of multiple interns over a short period of time, when the intern who's on the phone or the staff member puts them up and puts what they want, yeah, the yeah. emails are far superior to the callers. They are. Yeah. Uh, as, as far as the suggestion. No, no, Rick, I, we, we only like the callers that don't actually vote that come up with their own thing. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. ones who call and actually vote are boring. Right. <laughs> yeah. The uh, So I I, I got um, Ron <laughs> Burgundy. Oh, yeah. A lot uh, of that. And, and this. So I, I just. Smarty McSmart. Yeah. I, 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 I understand the desire to hear people act the way that they act. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I'm not sure it's necessary in this situation. Probably. Yeah, yeah, so so I think high step is going to be hard. High step is how, how are we going to beat that? Uh, we not. Yeah, we're gotta, not. You get, two things you got to do. You got to say intern high stepper, mm-hmm. and then you have to say follow the sign yeah, <laughs> off right, the mic. Right. Yeah, yeah that's that, that's the way. So, that's the way it works. So let's welcome to Rick and Bubba University intern high stepper. <laughs> and what Bubba? Follow the sign. There it is. <laughs> welcome. And let me tell both of you this. But let me tell you both of you this, because you need to learn a lot about life while you're here. Hmm. There may be some little desire inside you right now to say, I wish that we had gone through the whole process like some of the others. <laughs> There's a statement that I want you to write down. I want you to circle it. Sometimes be careful what you wish for. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you think that y'all could not have ended up with worse names than these two, oh, you certainly could have. Mm-hmm. And if you want oh, to yeah. sometimes, just take a gander at the hundreds of interns before you and go and look at them on our on our, on our our website and see some of the ridiculous names that young people have had to live with for years on this program. You, sir, going away with Follow the Science and you with High Step, it could be a lot worse. Oh. oh. Yeah. Rick, right. that, they, they, oh. Finished, they finished top of the class. <laughs> <laughs> talking about? So we welcome you to Rick and Bubba University. There we go. There we go. So let it be written, so let it be so. Uh, high Stepper. And here come the Father Side. Oh, has anybody seen Doctor Fauci? Is he on PBS? Now? Dr. Fauci. Yeah, he, he, he may get to, he may get prime time again here. Uh, well, he might. We'll know in about two weeks. I tell you, when they'll bring him back is when they take football away from us. We'll talk about some of the things going on with the NFL when we come back. Stay close. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Uh, ten minutes to the top of the hour. Rick and Bubba show. Thank you for being with us. Don't forget Rick and Bubba University, the podcast this weekend. Enjoy that. It'll be our conversation with Liberty University's David Nasser. All right, so a lot of us um, are looking toward the fall and thinking, football, football, football. Will we have football? Uh, and that's uh, it's tough to say. We got to page Dr. Fauci uh, on all this because we now have large gatherings. Is that going to cause a spike? Uh, we'll see. And and then what do you do when somebody tests positive? These teams got a lot of people on them. Well, we also get to this situation that we're now it's at the center of uh, of our uh, country right now, and that of course is the the George uh, Floyd case uh, and his death at the hands of uh, police brutality. 
and uh, we're, we're get working through that, and that's going to take some time, and we're getting to the end of it. The charge now has been upgraded to murder two. All sorts of uh, protests, all sorts of uh, services, and so the there's there's you know and this thing with Drew Brees that we have talked about. So there's been a lot of the well now Colin Kaepernick and what he was kneeling about. Well, it's been legitimized. You you see it firsthand, and this is what Colin Kaepernick was trying to bring our attention to. And so the NFL, you know, went through the whole thing about the national anthem and 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 that whole process. Well, we're going to go through it again. Uh, because uh, we now have Patrick Mahomes and Odell Beckham Jr. and others have put together a powerful video called What If I Was George Floyd. And, uh, Bubba, is there anything to add? Uh, do you think the the video will speak for itself? Yeah, I, I, I think so. I think so. Yeah, and so and, and they're, they're saying that the National Football League um, is um, needs to do certain things here at the end uh, of the video. And it's it's not clear whether the NFL has sanctioned the video or not, uh, but we will see. And uh, if if they haven't, you, you wonder are these these things here at the end? I'm seeing what it says now. Are these things the players will demand the NFL say and do uh, if it isn't sanctioned by them yet? I mean, it could lead to that kind of conversation. I don't know, but uh, but here is uh, the video. Uh, from uh, the players that, that put it together. Here we go. It's been 10 days since George Floyd was brutally murdered. How many times do we need to ask you to listen to your players? What will it take for one of us to be murdered by police brutality? What if I was George Floyd? If I was George Floyd? What if I was George Floyd? 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 I am George Floyd. I am. Breonna Taylor. I am Ahmaud Arbery. I am Eric Garner. I am McCormick McDonald. I am Tamir Rice. I am Trayvon Martin. I am Walter Scott. I am Michael Brown. Jr. I am Samuel Du Bois. I am Frank Smart. I'm Philip White. I am Jordan Baker. We will not be silenced. We assert our rights. Peacefully protest. It shouldn't take this long to admit. So, on behalf of the National Football League, this is what we, the players, would like to hear you state. We, the National, National Football League, League condemn racism and the systematic oppression of black people. We, the National Football League, admit wrong and silencing our players from peacefully protesting. We, the National Football League, believe black lives matter. 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 So they did clarify. They're saying this is what we would like, to your point, you were telling me in the break, we would like to see the NFL make these following statements. So that that does indicate that this is a demand from the league, uh, the players to the league. The one I saw a minute ago had more on the end of it. It had some character generation on the end of it. Did it? I don't know if this did or not. But I don't know if we dumped out of it too soon, or that's a different version of what I saw. Well, yeah. I may be incorrect here, but it seems like <clears throat> Kaepernick he took a settlement, and probably the terms of that settlement mean the NBA. I mean the NBA, the NFL doesn't have to. Yeah, you know, they want him to come out and say that they, you know. Plotted against Kaepernick. Wasn't that one of their things? Yeah, that's what I saw. It said, uh, we want you to put a statement out to this, and we want you to admit that you colluded against him. Exactly. But I bet when when they wrote you that settlement check, that probably – that relieved them of having to say anything, right? Yeah, it gets complicated. It does. I mean, you have have what people want and then what the legal situation is and what's already been done and what's already been agreed to by parties, so – I don't know. Well, and then you get into which I think is the unfortunate part of it is you you when you start running the list, you include in the list 
cases that when we got to the end of the truth, it really wasn't proven that there was any racial bias on the uh, actions of the officer at all. Uh, I don't know how to break it to everybody, but the Michael Brown case, the officer was cleared and evidence showed that he was simply defending himself against an attack uh, from someone that he was there to bring under uh, control who was robbing a convenience store. Uh, so when, you know, each, as I keep saying, each individual case needs to be looked at, and then we get to the end when we see that it appears that this is the truth of the matter, then we respond appropriately in the George Floyd case. Certainly, as we are seeing it right now, it seems quite obvious this is a case of what we're talking about. The South Georgia case uh, appears to be these were vig- vigilantes who took it upon themselves to profile someone and to take their life, and there's a racial element to that. So, But then there's other cases that at the end of it all, we didn't prove that, or it appears the truth revealed that wasn't the case. Now, I know we're, we're not allowed to say that, I guess, but I, 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 don't, I don't think we, we need to be real careful uh, that we don't go after people who – don't deserve to be treated uh, that way and only go after those that do. Right. I th- That's how you, you th- actually can, I can think make that, substantive yeah. change. Yeah, you know? that, I mean, really. Because when you don't do it that way, to Bubba's mm-hmm. point, the change doesn't come because or either it's delayed or because somebody grabs a case that you didn't finish out and says, well, now right here that didn't happen, so I guess it didn't happen many of them. That's not true either. In some cases it does happen. and But we, we need to stay with the narratives of, in this case, this was the result. In this case, that was the result. And frankly, we don't need to live in a society or a country that treats due process any other way. Yeah, and you're gonna you're gonna see that with them. And I think everyone is in agreement. We always need to check uh, our police force and be sure that uh, that they're acting appropriately and that their their training is appropriate. And there's a clear method for getting people out of that who are not cut out to do that or have abused their situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, you, you have to look at that. I mean, you have to you have to be under the microscope because of who you are and where you, you know, you're, you're that front line that uses deadly force of the government, and you, you just cannot be wrong in that. Um, and then society has issues, We're, and that, that's going to take even more time and more people involved, clearly. I don't want to live in a world where innocent people are unnecessarily brutalized and killed. Right. But I also don't want to live in a world where people's lives are ruined and they're accused of something they didn't do. Right. I don't and, want to and live in the mob. I, the mob convicted. I, I don't want to live. I don't want to live in a world right. that does either one of those. Right. Yeah. And and there's a way to live in that world, and that's by taking it case by case and by working through the process. And even in the times that we see people at the end of due process, we think the ruling was was not just. Then we can we can protest that, right? You know, and we've we, you, we've done, we've seen that, and yeah. we've seen that, yeah. and right, and we have had people that were put away, and they were innocent, and that's horrible. And when that happens, we should speak yeah. out against that too. Yep. Uh, how about this? We should just speak out against injustice. Period. Right. Right. Uh, but I, I know that I'm oversimplifying a very complicated situation, and I understand that too. So so here's the deal, though. To Bubba's bigger point in the break, and now what we see here. It appears these players are saying if we roll back into a season, there's going to have to be uh, an NFL standing up and saying we were wrong when we said that Colin Kaepernick can't do or is not doing what he's doing. We were wrong to not let any player kneel for the – did they – I don't – 
Did that happen? There's players who played in the league that kneeled. I know. I'm, you know that, to me, the, the Kaepernick case, we've covered it a thousand times here. The fact that other players kneeled and they are on teams does away with his argument that he was not on team because he kneeled, I think. Well, yeah, if you have players who also kneeled that never lost their job, then he didn't lose his job for kneeling. And that 100% happened. So yeah. that didn't happen. Well, back to a false narrative. Right. That so, we're out there throwing right. around so, and demanding. So Marshawn Lynch we're, called out of retirement, and he kneels still. He sure well, and he was the yeah. most well-known. He carried the most you know, publicity when he did it. And again, like we've discussed, and I'm, I'm not going to repeat myself, that was also a deterrent. You know, because if we have him on my team, all I'm going to have to do is answer questions constantly about this. And then if my starting quarterback has a bad game, everybody's going to be mad that I'm not playing him. Right. So a lot of baggage comes with it. When you choose to be that person, you bring that with you. That's just right. part of it. Well, and this is the league again. It's their own fault. It is. For, ne- right. for never leading and saying everybody has the right to protest and use your platforms for anything that you want to as long as it's not illegal. And we, hey, we want you to do that. That's good for the NFL for you to be given the platform to go out and make change, and you certainly do that. Now, when we kick this baby off mm-hmm. and you're working for us, then we're going to kind of stay out of all this. And if that means that the players don't come out for the national anthem, or we start having it, one or the other, but we're, gonna, we're not going to – this is not going to be part of our experience anymore. Individual players are free. They, are, they have great platforms. They're, they're wealthy. They can go in their communities and make change. We applaud them for doing so, but when we get ready to kick off a football game, we're going to take this off the table, either by staying in the dressing room or just not doing it at all. Yeah, but you may not have that option. Oh, no, you don't now. You don't now. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Warning. This program may be found offensive by pencil-pushing, bean-counting, research-loving program directors and radio consultant goobs. In the beginning... There was fun on the radio. Then the radio industry fell victim to corporate America and venture capitalist bankers who marched in with their research and up to their armpits in debt and turned the radio band into a wasteland of cookie cutters. Faceless, sound-alike stations who completely lost touch with the people they were meant to serve. Then there were two voices that cried out in the wilderness, faint at first, but becoming louder with every passing ratings book. It's okay to have fun again, to give the people what they really want to hear, and not treat them like a sea of mindless followers who have no choice in their radio entertainment. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Out here in the field. It is seven minutes past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show. 866-WE-BE-BIG. Coming to you from the broadcast plaza and teleport... 26 years moving forward. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all here. Interns, high stepper, and also follow the science. Uh, working this hour to take your phone calls at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Welcome back for a brand new hour. Grabbing mic number two and bringing truth Day after day after day. Bill Bubba Bussy. How are you, buddy? Rick, glad to be here. Thank all of you for being with us. And wow, hey, 2020, what a year. 2020, I know there's very few things that that are going to surprise us now, but we were sitting here uh, looking at this Bill Murray story. Um, (laughs) Did you expect today that you would have a headline involving Bill Murray's son? Now, stay with these things that you're about to hear. Getting into an altercation with police... 
and you're thinking, man, where in the world was Bill Murray's son to, to get involved in all this? The very controversial and crime-ridden Martha's Vineyard. Uh, so the, 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 there's just something about a protest at Martha's Vineyard that just kind of <laughs> – could there be anything that involves more – uh, of white guilt than Martha's Vineyard, uh, but anyway, so it looks like Bubba got a little rowdy. Uh, yeah, I mean, it got it, a little, it it got a little it, rowdy. It said there was a, a video of him being actually uh, wrestled to the ground by a couple of officers. It was has since been taken off YouTube. Um, the local newspaper reported that Caleb spit on a cop twice during his transport to jail. Wow! The situation only got worse when he got there. Said he used a piece of the cell not only to cut himself, but cut the deputies. Oh, boy. Uh, according to court papers. Uh, an officer also heard Caleb threaten to burn down all the effing buildings. Well, well, Caleb. Easy, uh, Caleb. Hey, dirty Caleb mouth. was, uh, he was hey, booked, dirty mouth. He was booked with a number of crimes, including arson, disorderly conduct, assault, and battery on a police officer, and uh, all of that. Now, the actor's son was also accused of making terrorist threats and malicious destruction of property. Wow. Mm. But a district court Caleb. clerk, Mad, Mattis, uh, a magistrate, okay. I can't say the word Easy. now. Magistrate. Ain't magistrate. Ain't no need, ain't no need you. to get hurt. I got hung up. Magistrate found no probable cause for those crimes when he was arraigned on Tuesday. So some stayed, some went away. All right. Caleb Murray. A handful. And I asked when you said that uh, Bill Murray's son, mm-hmm. I said, now this is not the basketball coach, right? Where does he coach at? Uh, I, I don't know. This one's I on saw the, him on TV. I can't he, remember what you're team right. it was. You're right. It's like uh, – you're, Yeah, you're right. I, I, don't, I don't know, though. I yeah. But I will say this. Mad, I don't know. This one, Caleb is 27, so it seems doubtful he would be the basketball coach. Yeah, I don't coach. think it's the same one. Yeah, but anyway, so uh, – yeah, Well, I tell you, he's getting rowdy. Xavier. Hey. Right. Xavier. You know, he, and they said the and kid – that's Luke Murray, by the way. They said the kid, Caleb Murray – uh, is behind bars right now, and they said he's actually putting together some music for his new album coming out. Have you heard about it? <laughs> Straight out of Martha's Vineyard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Bubba, if you want things to get even more bizarre, and I tell you what, this is going to change the world. <laughs> Toy maker Lego. Oh. Well, I, I don't even want to tell you this. You, you want to just leave the room for a minute? No, I saw it already. <laughs> but Greg, I don't miss it. this. Greg, are you with this one? Yeah. Toy maker Lego. Ask retailers to pull promos for police, firefighters, and White House figures. So if they have a Lego set that includes policemen, shut up, firefighters, <laughs> or the White House, they want retailers. Do they to have a White House Lego? Yeah, they I do. Know yeah, they, they showed a picture of it. It looks they like do. a That's yeah, pretty good. Cool. I kind of like put that together. No, you're not yeah. allowed. That's typical. And, and there's some. Rick, that have am, I, am I awake? Is this? <laughs> <laughs> These stories we've been reading today. I'm, I'm, I was currently. I, I didn't mean to get distracted. I'm reading about how we're doing away with the police department in Minneapolis and what they're going to do. They're going to send social workers out. <laughs> That's what it said on some of the calls that normally are handled so by minute, police. Wait a minute. I'm here. Unreal. We got trouble. I've got. <sighs> I've got somebody breaking in. Please send a social worker. Rick. <laughs> Potentially revamp public safety force. <laughs> Sending social workers or other civilian personnel into situations that are traditionally handled by police. That's going to go over real well. I tell you, there'll be a lot of people just headed out to start a business right there. <laughs> yes, sir. Let me tell you who is going to head out. That's going to be criminals. <laughs> right. To Helgy's point and to Greg's point. And you point. better have a lot of social workers because you have to fill in a lot. This is all a joke. These, all these are Babylon B, right? right. Yeah. Guys, to Helgy's point, who in the world, who in the world's going to take their business and they're going to take their business investment and invest it in a community 
where law enforcement partially run is partially run by social we're workers. Revamp guys, it, Rick. Who's going to do that? I, look, it's you, not going to happen. You're going to look. We're, it's like if, we're it's like we're little children sitting around in a fantasy world. If you're if you're concerned, there's too many guns out there. You hadn't seen nothing yet. I mean, this 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 will be wild wild west times ten. Oh, yeah. Look, I used to have. They were not armed that good in the wild wild west, Rick. They mm. only had like one gun each. I used to have a parent that, that his son played on racist teams. Still good friends of mine. And when it would just get crazy, like all that's missing is the circus music. Mm. We're throwing the ball around. Yeah. He, he would scream from his chair, "What is going on?" Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and and it would just echo through the park. Yeah. And it was just it was comedic at the time. But I feel like screaming yeah. that. I want y'all to picture this. What is happening? Picture this, Greg. I'm in Minneapolis. I'm trying to raise a family. Now, look, I want y'all to know, Chris, if you're ever out in the park and there's someone that approaches you and they seem dangerous and they're trying to get you to get in the car with them, you call a social worker. Rick, I want you to see uh, Lisa Bender. The now, pre- hey, the now, president now, of the now one, what's your emergency? Send a social worker. Quit. We got problems. Ooh. Listen to this. This is from the, the president of the city council. If you're comfortable with if you're a comfortable white person asking to dismantle hey, the police, I invite you to reflect. Are you willing to stick with it? Will you be calling in three months to ask about garage break-ins? Are you willing to dismantle white supremacy in all systems, including a new system? But I tell you what, that's that. I bet that's going to turn out really well for them. Social workers. Hey, Rick, if somebody breaks in your garage, don't even waste our time calling on that. I mean, that's you got to be able to deal with that yourself. So what are you supposed to do? I guess Gun them down? supposed to deal, deal with Yeah, maybe that. Maybe it'll have a different effect. Back to effect your wild, wild west. Yeah, back to the wild, wild west. That's what's going to happen. Wow. See, this this right here, well, I, you can't say nothing. You can't, Greg. You, you can't. It's, can you imagine? Like, can you imagine? Let's say you're someone. And it's you, like holding a you, bottle you, rocket with a short fuse. Let's just, say you're, let's just say you're somebody. And pointing it at your face. <laughs> and, you think, and you think to yourself, whatever the plot may be. Okay, because that, that's the way we have to talk now. And let's say there's something going on in, in my life, and, 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 and I'm thinking, man, something's got to change. Something's got to change. And all of a sudden somebody said, Rick, do you feel a sense of like peace today? Do you feel better? And I said, I, I do. I don't know what happened. <laughs> you may not have known. <laughs> Lego yeah. took some toys off the market, and that's probably what you sensed. Your life got better because some of these toys had some images that you may have found bothersome. Rick, and problem solved. Your problem is solved. What did you do? Do you have a you have a, a plan you put together to take it on in multiple steps? No, 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 no. What we're going to do for you in the plot that you have been telling me about and the, you're pointing to this plot is real. Guess what we did for you? We pulled some Lego sets off the shelf. I knew I felt a sense of peace. I didn't know what it was. Yes. And, yes. and you know, it's like uh, guys, guess what? Guess what? It's over. It's done. <laughs> it's done. <laughs> Be thinking about what you're going to do. Where are you going to go? <laughs> this, hey, it, it, they finna turn the lights out. It, it is over. <laughs> it's over. This type of thinking. This is the country we want. <laughs> I want to thank Lego for stepping up. It's been a good run, boys. <laughs> it's been a heck of a run. Well, Shut her really down. Have. Y'all knew it could go on forever. <laughs> Boy, this is- Hey, this ship is sinking. (laughs) You better find the rafts. (laughs) Golly. We'll take uh, some of your phone calls when we come back at 866-WE-BE-BIG. More of the Rick and Bubba Show coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
we got callers coming in. 30 seconds of pop. At the end of 30 seconds, you hear this. Your time on the program is done. Then we move to the next caller. Cameron out of Illinois is standing by. Let my Cameron go. Cameron, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. 30 seconds. Go ahead. What's going on, guys? You? Buddy. Hey. I was wondering if uh, what y'all thought of old basement Biden coming out and uh, saying that he thought that 10 to 15% of people are just not very good. I don't what was he, what, what was kind your, of statement is that? I, I mean, what was he yeah. referring to? Do you know? He, he just, what was I don't. Speech? I got a, I just saw an article on Newsmax and uh, it kind of cracked me up because all I could think of is just wait till Trump gets a hold of that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. so Biden, and, and I don't know where he, he's grabbed a percentage out of the year. Yeah. yeah. 10 to 15% of us are not good. Is not that very good. Not, not very, very good, good people, yeah. Rick. Yeah. Well, you know, Rick, I, I think I agree with the comment earlier in here. I, that may be low. Yeah. I think that's but, a low but, number. Yeah. But, but, we, but we consider not very good people is the opposite of what he considers. Yeah. No, you're right. That. Well, if you go scripture, it says no, not one. It'd be, yeah. it'd be there's 0% <laughs> it'd be, yeah, it'd be of good people. Yeah, it's 100%. Hey, one of bad things happened to good people. And where are all these good people? Yeah, he had him a town hall. And, yeah, uh, that's what it is. That's I don't think is. the vast majority of people think by they're probably anywhere from ten to fifteen percent of the people out there who are just not very good people. Yeah. But that's not who we are. See, yeah. it's the other people that yeah. are not good. people. Is that his his way to not clearly communicate deplorables like Hillary? Uh, yeah, kind of, kind of. It was one of those virtual town hall meetings. Mm-hmm. You know, you gotta love those. Tim, well, <laughs> Hillary's was a little different because she was she was basically saying everybody that supported her political opponent was. Oh, right. Is, he, is this his way of saying that? No, I, I think yeah. he's just saying Talking about society. I just, guess, yeah, yeah, in general. I, and I again, he, he know, just grabs. I think he's a little his, low. Well, that's, that's a low number. Yeah. Uh, Tim and Vestavia, Timmy, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Thirty seconds. Come on with it. Good morning, guys. Hey, how about it? Hey, uh, real quick, if you guys want to hear a great, great interview and a complete breath of fresh air, y'all got to go back on the podcast and listen to Glenn Beck's show from yesterday. He interviewed Herschel Walker. Uh, I only caught half of the interview, uh, but they were talking about the George Floyd incidents and the Drew Brees thing. But I'm going to tell you something. At the end of the interview, I was ready to vote uh, Herschel Walker for president. You know, I had another email about that. We've had Herschel on the program in the past. Yes, a couple times. And people were saying, I don't know how we get in touch with him, Speedy. Maybe mm-hmm. Blaze can help us since he was on with Beck. But, um, you know, as saying we should have him on a future podcast, which should be fine with me if we could find him. Uh, so I heard some good things, but I, I didn't hear the interview. But we'll certainly go back and try to listen to it. Uh, you think that's Neva or Neva? Uh, uh, Neva, Neva. Yeah. How do you say your name? Go ahead from Nashville. Ne- Neva. I was I, I, I was in the golden ticket seats last August. Okay, great. Good to hear from you. Yeah. <laughs> Neva. Yeah. Hey, how you guys doing? Hey, I'm just I'm just mad about the whole Hugh Jackman thing. That I, that's why I'm calling. I'm a big fan, and I know he's not a racist. His son is black, so I, I just I don't get the media. I really don't. Just. Well, again, well, you know, we can move we can move beyond uh, the fact that there was a murder committed. We can move beyond the fact that there is way too many, uh, and and they have to be perfect. The police, we've we've got to look into all that. Don't have a problem with that. But at some point in this, we have to have peacemakers and and have a uh, a civil dialogue and have a have a, uh, you know, peace again in our country. And there's some people I don't think that want that. And I think they're, they're very uh, determined to make sure that doesn't happen. And, 
So I, I don't I don't know how all it'll play out well, long I, term. I, but. What I hope it'll happen, Bubba, and look, I, I'm never going to give up hope. Okay, but I think I hope will happen is that the majority of the people in our country um, of all ethnicities will stand up and say, "Hey, we're not going to let the the fringe in this, no matter where you may be coming from, take this country and completely destroy it." I know that's what y'all want to do. Uh, the rest of us don't really think that's the situation. So we're going to have dialogue and we're going to communicate, which we do need to do. Right. Uh, the church needs to, to lead the way. Uh, and we need to have conversations. We need to listen, not talk so much, listen. Uh, but we can't let those that do want what Greg and Bubba both mentioned for this country to completely implode and collapse in on top of itself into chaos and mob rule. We cannot allow these people, regardless of ethnicity, to do that to the rest of us, regardless of ethnicity. This is this is you know, one worldview versus other worldviews. And those of us that have the worldview that we want to live in a civil society that certainly points out the problems and then works together all the people trying to fix it, then let's not let those that think the answer to completely destroy our society and destroy our country don't let those people win. No, you know we. we this, and, and like I say, there's there's a higher issue there. Oh too, yeah, it's just, it's more political it's, uh, and and uh, and agenda driven than it is what it hides itself under. Sadly, because uh, what it's hiding under is actually a serious issue that yeah. we all should be talking about civilly. Yeah, trying uh, to trying to make positive change. Tommy Muscle Shoals listening to WLAY. Tommy, go ahead. Tommy. Hey, guys, uh, change of subject here. I did have a comment about the Caleb Murray guy, but 30-second rant here. Mm. I've been listening to what I've, I've missed this past week, and you callers need to rehearse your phone calls, then call in. The stuttering and everything, it's absolutely insane. I'm going Greg Burgess here. Phone calls, rehearse your phone calls before you call in. Half of it is like, hey, hey, hey guys, hey. Hey, how you doing? It's, I'm like, I'm not here to listen to you mumble. Like, come on, what are you doing? So, I'm Tom. sorry. I'm absolutely sorry to be so rude, but if this is what Greg Burgess feels like on a daily basis, I might turn Greg Burgess. Tommy, I, well they done, may, Tommy. Well they done. May, they may just be uh, imitating the host. Well, that's true. Uh, hey, hey, Tommy, hey, where guys, are you from, by the way? I, I'm actually, my mom is from Boston, but my dad's a New Yorker, so I'm a mutt. I'm a mixture of both. But, um, yeah, like, I've rehearsed this phone call 20 times this morning. I, that's what took so long for me to call. <laughs> hey, and you delivered it perfect. You did. Well, you know, it's I just, crazy. can you imagine being a mix of Boston and New York? Do you argue, do you argue, do you argue with yourself? <laughs> why, yeah, I do all the time while I'm driving. That's why I work by myself. But, yeah, that's why do you think we live in the South. It's crazy. And you got and you got a timeout because here's, here's a man that practices what he preaches. He said he's been rehearsing it this whole time. I've been, I've been rehearsing it all morning. He delivered it. He did. Uh, well, Jim, thank you, Tom. Jim in New York, strangely enough. Jim, Jim. Go ahead. hey, good morning, good morning, guys. Uh, I was going to call you about Bill De Blasio, mayor of New York. Who, if you want to give him eleven eleven letter word, it's not progressive; it's incompetent. But about Bill Murray, on his 21st birthday, he was on the front pages of the Chicago paper because he was arrested at O'Hare Airport bringing in some drugs, actually bringing in drugs from uh, Mexico. And one other thing about him I remember reading in that, uh, what he called the Saturday Night Live book, is that uh, Chevy Chase, who was a mean guy, really hated him. And during rehearsal, Chevy Chase would always say, 
doesn't ghost Facebook like something Neil Armstrong walked on. It's cruel, you know, I mean, and uh, so maybe if you're growing up like that, you know, uh, life must be kind of tough for you. Boy, more New York New York calls. We need oh, more New Yorkers that. calling. Absolutely. Bottom of the hour. <laughs> Thanks a lot, brother. Thank you, Jim. We'll be back. More Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Five minutes now past the hour. Thanks for being with us. Uh, how about mypillow.com? I mean, they just they just keep on getting better. I mean, we keep coming up with new stuff. Uh, this great company that produced the best pillow that you could ever sleep on now is stepping up, uh, and they now have added to their selection a combination of the wonderful Giza cotton that we found in the Giza Dream Sheets, Greg's favorite. Uh, we now have the Giza Elegance My Pillows. So we, we've combined that that wonderful technology, you know, that that patented feel, Bubba, that adjusts you to get your head in the proper sleeping position. But now we've also added for more comfort a Giza version of the My Pillow patented feel. Mm. So so if you'd like to find out more about this, uh, then go to uh, mypillow.com. Uh, you'll go to where it says Radio Specials. Uh, you will then enter the promo code Bubba, and uh, you can get two standard uh, or queen size of the pillows right now for fifty nine ninety seven. Uh, if you need king size pillow, it'd be about ten dollars more. But that's two of them. Okay, so so put that together, uh, and then of course you can see other things that the promo code Bubba will get you. You know some savings on some substantial savings as well uh, by going to radio specials at mypillow.com. So go, go look for those. Also, you'll find the link if you wanted to say go go simple to rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. All right, so um, as as we make our way back, uh, some other f- calls are standing by. But in our own city, we had a story that we've been following and involving uh, the mayor of Birmingham, Alabama, uh, and I know there were some threats made against yeah, him or something. Uh, Brian Woodfin, yeah. uh, he he was having Randall Woodfin. Randall, I'm yeah, sorry, yeah. Randall Woodfin. Yeah. Uh, he had threats made against him um, and death threats. Uh, through all of this and uh, the taking down of the Confederate monument and just the the protest and the riots and all this, I mean, he's he's really had his hands full. Um, and uh, the, they had a a caller that was making terrorist threats, and it was a dandy. Uh, but they have actually caught him and charged Good. him. Good. So he is in custody. Yeah, I, I think Mayor Woodfin has done. You know, and this is what leadership does. He he found himself in the middle. Of the, you know, I hate to say it, the, the can't have nothing. Uh, I'm over here saying we need peaceful protest, but I do, I will not, and our city will not tolerate violence and riots and destruction of property. But then over here, hey, those of you that are trying to escalate this thing with the Confederate monument, I'm on it. I'm working a plan. I will remove it. But then when I remove it, now I'm making other people mad. So it's like one you make one group mad if you do one thing, you make another group mad if you do another thing, and a lot of times in leadership you find yourself caught there, and I, I think he's handling the balance of that uh, as well as it can be handled, but I'm thankful that anyone who wanted to do harm to any mayor, yes, uh, any, you know, governor, president, anywhere, these types of people cannot be tolerated, and I'm thankful that uh, he, this person has been Yes, he's been in. charged, and of course we'll have his day in court. 
But, uh, yeah, the, the mayor, by removing that monument, and, and this is going on around the country in various stories, uh, he is violating a, a, a law and a court order, and there's a fine to go with that. So he said, look, I, I've kind of looked at the numbers here. It's cheaper just to pay the fine than to keep cleaning up downtown. So he was trying to, yeah. you know, he, I think he made a financial decision. He did. Uh, as much as anything. And, and from uh, what I gathered, uh, now maybe I didn't hear his comments. And that, you know, that's a whole other argument I got there. It is, but maybe I didn't hear his comments correctly. I think I did because I watched the whole press conference. He He's not saying that he's going to take this memorial and it be gone eradicated from the face of the earth he says i'm going to take it and then maybe we'll move it to one of our museums or something like that well, i think he'd already reached out if, I, right, if right. I remember yeah. the story correctly he had reached out to several uh groups affiliated with that daughters of the confederacy yeah. and, and, and place the museum and the even the alabama archives and all that stuff and uh, so it, they're they're looking for somewhere to move that to from what i understand so uh, anyway, we'll uh, we'll we'll continue to follow but, these stories again, as they come in. But we can't we can't have we can't have terrorist threats. I don't care who you are, what color you are. We have to have some civility, even if you disagree. Even if you disagree, no question. So some other things going on. You guys tell me about this. You know the the Bill De Blasio thing. I think this is one of those things. One of those. I, things. I wanted to ask our guy from New York about this a minute yeah. ago because he he went to speak somewhere and the the guy introducing him even told the crowd, "Let's be respectful of the mayor." His wife was there and they booed him, Rick, <laughs> uh, to the point the guy had to get back up and remind them to be respectful. Who is he, Roger Goodell? So I I can't figure out <laughs> because of what's going on in New York. I don't know if they were booing him because. He hasn't done enough, or they thought he did too much. Well, that, that's because there's two sides to this. That's you know? where I was confused. Or are both of them booing him? Because that, it, I, don't, I don't know. It's oh. at a memorial for George Floyd in Brooklyn. That's mm-hmm. funny. And as you said, the preacher that oh, was, here, can we just listen? Can we hear the video? Look, no. and he's got his mask on. Hold on, let me go back. Let me go back. Here we go now. Let us welcome with respect the mayor. Of New York City, Mayor Bill So, so he and his wife, Dude, still, still going, guys. I know the microphone. Oh yeah, got guys. They they come out with mask. The yep. the hype man who's on there has got his mask down, yelling in the microphone. Now they take their mask off and stick their face on the same microphone. I know. Yeah, kind of defeats the purpose of the mask. It does. does. I've told you all about politicians in these masks. Because if you if you can spew six foot, it's and, on that and you need a mask, then it's all over the. And I'm not trying to be nitpicky, but if that's really the sign. When he's screaming. Hey, Rick, follow the microphone sign. <laughs> when, he's screaming, a, when he's screaming respect, he's spitting on Yeah, I know. It's, <laughs> I, respect! I, I just can't. Respect! The, the logic. But so I'm confused why they're booing him. <laughs> respect! Well, and he has his wife there who is African American, mm-hmm. yeah. and they're still booing. Uh, so I, what's the booing 
on what part yeah, of this movie? So, uh, are, they, are they booing? What's their beef? You got both sides. Yeah. You, you, know, you got half of them booing, uh, according to this story, because you know he was one of the ones that basically was saying that there was peaceful protests going on, and in, in beside him there was just fire everywhere. Okay, people burning down stuff. He's lost control of the city, and he won't let the police force do their job to get order. And then on the other side. They're saying he's lost control of the city and the police uh, are doing too much. And he and he's not making anybody happy. You know, and Governor right. Cuomo has come in and said he's done a terrible job well, to the point each other the to the time. point they where he, like you know everybody's like just fire him. And he the governor has that ability to do that. And so he's actually threatened that. So in fact, there, Cuomo, nobody's happy with him. Cuomo may be racist for not liking him. Well, mm, I, well, I, I was possibly. today's world. I mean, if we're gonna call everybody, he might as yeah. well be. I, I went. I was thinking because Bubba's point because I I thought. When he, when he goes to be in a place where there certainly would be, I would think, an anti-police uh, and, you know, police overstep, police are, are brutal, and that's kind of the mentality you would think in Brooklyn at this memorial service. But then de Blasio, who tells the police to hold back, let the rioting, let all this go, he gets booed. Yeah, the police are mad at him for holding them back. Yeah, and mm-hmm. so I don't know. I don't know. Chance what, of I, De Blasio I'm, go home is what everybody was. I, I'm right. also, yeah. I'm just trying to figure out the, what's happening. I mean, I'm here. glad he got booed respectfully. <laughs> yeah, respectfully. No, yeah. and that microphone is just getting hammered with spit. And then, and then here comes De Blasio and his wife. They pull their mi- their masks down and talk in the same mic. Yeah, yeah. Rick, yeah. but back to your thing. If true leadership won't make a decision on where they stand and they try to sit in the middle. And make decisions on both sides, and then what you end up doing is you make everybody mad yeah. because you won't make a decision. Yeah. Yeah. Get your plan and go with it. Yeah. Some Look, people I, gonna like it, some people gonna right. hate it. There's Look. just a lot of confusion here, and again, I hate to just keep harping <clears throat> on this. All of this is taking away from two issues that need, that are the first steps in any of this being repaired long term. That is the fact that a man was murdered, and the fact that we have to look very closely at what our police are doing, training, been able to remove officers. I know, look at the stats. We need to study the stats. Everybody says, follow the numbers. We've got to look at those numbers. Look at who's who's dying. Look at who's being abused, where they're at, how it's happening. You know, we got to look at all, but we can't with all of this sideshow going on right now. Yeah. Um, Black Lives Matter is mad with him because he was quoted as saying that the NYPD has shown tremendous restraint at the protest, where they don't believe that's the case. Okay. okay. So you well, got you both can sides. show restraint up to a point, but when someone's attacking you, right. you, you do have to do something. You can't just stand there. <clears throat> now, if you're a social worker like Minneapolis is going to have, maybe they'll just stand there. Unbelievable. All right, so we, uh, I see that Jim from New York says he has called back. Okay, yeah, great. Jim, clue us in on it. All right, we'll come back. We'll take some your phone calls and wrap it up. Thanks for being with us. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ten minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866-WE-BE-BIG. All right, so Jim from New York called. I, I know that different parts, even of the city of New York, are conservative, but this was in Brooklyn, um, and it was at a George Floyd memorial, and for de Blasio to be booed, uh, we were trying like, what are the boos about? And Jim from New York uh, said he maybe it'll shed some light on that. Jim, go ahead. 
Yeah, yeah, Rick. Uh, basically, the thing with de Blasio, as I said, the main word with him is incompetent, not progressive. Right. right. He has always been known as a guy who can't make a decision. And what happened here is, I believe he was booed because he was considered not going far enough. If you read his statements, he's always either too much here, too much there, but he doesn't make a decision. As I mentioned in an email I sent you, the New York Times wrote this. When he was running Hillary's campaign in New York for Senate, he delayed doing printing uh, literature for two, three days because he couldn't decide on a typeface. <laughs> he is notorious for being unable to make a decision. He won because of a confluence of things. Uh, basically, he, yes, he has a son with the Afro. His wife is a black woman. By the way, when he first asked her out, is it written that she said, no, I can't go out with you, not because you're white, but because I'm a lesbian. Now, in my case, when girls would turn me down, they'd usually say it was because they had to wash their hair. <laughs> oh, God. I she worked I that? There was an article in Essence magazine in 1979, she wrote, called I Am a Lesbian. And, uh, you know, he, this, this is New York, man. But when he ran, I mean, this, 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 I, mean I don't live in the city anymore. But the point is that, so he had a confluence of things. He had the the black kid with the afro. He had the wife who was a former lesbian. He even had an Italian last name, which is not his own. His real last name is Wilhelm, but he took his mom's last name, which was de Blasio, which, frankly, in New York, there are more de Italians than Germans. So, it was, and he, one time when he ran, he ran against a Mr. Johnson, a black man who was a businessman and a lawyer, and who had headed up a group. I would vote for Mr. Johnson the second, but de Blasio that could not make a decision, and now he's okay. trying sometimes to go a little bit far, far I got left. So, okay. But you can't, you, you can't go but, far left enough. Well, Jim, tell me this, though. You said he didn't do enough. Enough in which direction? Because as you said, it's been all over the page in New York. Yeah, he didn't do enough because he did not stop the cops totally. And oh. the fact is, you can't stop the cops totally. For example, <laughs> in, in Brooklyn, when they were actually they were throwing uh, rocks at uh, the police car that went through there, for some people, I consider myself a moderate Democrat, except when it comes to abortion, unlike Sean Hannity. We'll discuss that some other time. Okay. But the point is uh, that you can't go far enough, and he's essentially a weak person. Now, Mike Bloomberg, who preceded him, was a real manager. You might not like what Bloomberg said, but he did it, and he made a decision, and he stood by it. But de Blasio is an example of what happens when somebody who is essentially incompetent can squeak through because of a group of things like... Yeah, he put, he put, yeah, he put them all. He tried to put together the perfect package to, to get all sorts of groups to support him, and he, he came out saying, I'm going to be the all things to all people, and he's turned out to maybe be... Okay, he, he's, he's checked a lot of boxes. He just can't, he, he can't decide. He, yeah. he, he's super left-wing. He and his wife honeymooned in Cuba when it was illegal to go there. We're not talking about somebody like Biden or even Hillary, who I presume is not the most popular person in Alabama. We are talking about a real far, far, far left-winger. But the thing is, in New York, with certain politicians, like, you can't be far left enough. And as I've said to some of my Democrat, Democratic friends, the key to winning election in November is not getting 90% of the vote in Brooklyn. It's getting 51% of the vote in Wisconsin. Yeah, you're right. And yeah, you're right. I realize, you know, and I think, but the Blasio, when I look at him, I don't care if I agree with him or not. I see basically a scared, incompetent guy who's trying to, to, to appeal to people and who was failing. And this just goes to show he was not booed by Italian guys in two-strap undershirts in, in Brooklyn. 
he was booed by the people for whom he couldn't go far enough over. Okay. I just say one other thing. I don't. You guys knew with Curtis Sliwa up here in New York. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Guardian Angel. But Curtis, Curtis, Curtis was actually standing in front of uh, of stores in Soho, a very wealthy place. I mean, you do not oppose the murder of a man counterfeiter with twenty dollar bills. You don't oppose that by stealing thousand dollar watches. You know, there was no excuse for that kind of stuff. And uh, but but the Blasio, he's trying to basically to to balance everything, and he's failing abysmally. He was booed by the people for whom you could never be far left enough. I got you. Okay, okay. so right. and Thanks. you know yeah. we've had yeah. Curtis on our Thanks, show man. before, uh, and he was he was injured, I believe, during one of the riots. Uh, yeah. Got hit with a hammer in the face. Uh, right yeah. there. Yeah. Oh man. Or it was one of his guys. Yeah, I don't think that's, that's, that's not him. That's not him. But he did get injured, it said. Yeah. Oh, he did too? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That guy right there. And then that was Curtis's brother. Well, but, you know, he did Danny. the Guardian Angels, and they they wear the red and the red uh, yeah. berets. Yeah. Yeah. But I saw, I saw one, there of the, is there. one of the people that have been doing the research on Antifa, and they said part of their training is they're told when you throw something or have a projectile, go for the eyes. Wow. And that's part of their training. Because yeah. they said it'll do the most damage. And, and gouging out eyes. I yeah. saw a story yeah. he, on that. He was on the show when we did it in New York that time. Yeah. 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 So he was in yeah. the same building. Yeah, and we, we'd done Wait. it several times, and he couldn't join us one time. Second time he did. He's, he's a great guy. He's, he's a lot of fun. They used to do the morning show on WABC. Uh, him to, and the defense lawyer. Yeah. Remember? We had yeah, him yeah. on, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Let's go to the professor. Professor, welcome. Professor. To, hey, professor. How are you doing, buddy? I'm all right. How are you guys today? We're, We're good. fantastic. We're good. All right. Well, I was, I, I was thinking about it. You know, when I was in grad school at A&M, one of my fields of specialty was econometrics, which is statistics for economics. And we developed a phrase that we would throw around, and it was, went like this. If you torture the data long enough, you can make them confess to most anything. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, that's true. There you go. So it's a, another way to say, follow the science, Rick. Follow the science. <laughs> But the science, if you torture it long enough, it'll tell you whatever you want it to, yeah. right? Oh, exactly. And, uh, you know, it's interesting. Frederick Hayek, Nobel-winning economist, he put it this way. He, when he won the Nobel Prize, in his speech that he gave, he talked about economics as being driven to scientism. In fact, a lot of things are being driven to scientism, yeah, which it, it, it may look intellectually sophisticated, but at the end of the day, it's less scientific than probably common sense. Yeah, and I think so, you know, there's others that are trying to come forward uh, of 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 all ethnicities and saying this narrative that we have before us right now. When we look at the data, it doesn't seem to support it. And uh, and they were saying that there was actually one poll that the Washington one uh, uh, research piece the Washington Post did that gave you the data of you know police encountering people and people being killed unarmed and, and, and all of that. And they said since people have been actually looking at it, and I'm talking about there's, there's people that are out there that are just conservative of, of all you know, colors and creeds, and they're saying, well, it, 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 we watched that number go from nine. There were nine African-American men who were unarmed that were killed by white police officers out of the 330 million people that we have, and I think the year was 2018, maybe was the latest one they have. Yeah. Might, have might have been 19. And they start talking about it on all these shows, and suddenly the guy said who follows it, who's written a book about it, who is African-American, and he said, I noticed that when we start talking about it, suddenly that number went from 9 to 15 in just a few days. And he went and looked. Yeah, he, right. he went and looked. You know what they did? They changed their criteria. Yeah. So mm-hmm. now there's an attempt to make the data look differently. 
by changing the criteria of what once was someone unarmed killed by a policeman. Yeah. Now they were adding people who were fleeing, who 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 had weapons, but not the same, we- but yeah. didn't have the same weapon the policeman did. So now there's an attempt, as he just said, if you torture the data long enough, it will finally say whatever you want it to say. Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.